perfect Nothing to rearrange Sometimes you just Get a feeling like you need Some kind of change No matter what odds are this time Nothing's gonna stand in my way This flame in my heart Like a long lost friend Gives every dark street a light at the end Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. We are back talking about The Leftovers, episode 302. Uh, Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Now, learning this title, I'm, I'm immediately tasked to think who in this episode was being ridiculous. Yeah, I was just thinking that. Is it, is it a line? Does someone say it? I, I don't actually remember. I didn't catch it. Specifically. Uh, the line. But I feel like everyone was being ridiculous in this episode. It, there was so much ridiculous in this episode, which I guess, yeah, make, makes it a logical choice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, who, who was the most ridiculous in this episode? What a great question. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I made it seem like we like had a list of questions to ask, and I don't know, uh, and uh, we already talked about this. But um, I was just surprised. I'm like, that's great. Let's speculate on this because it's such the show. Everybody's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. I mean, probably Nora. I think I think Nora takes the cake because she was ridiculous about I think more uh, like a bigger number of things. Yeah. Quantity. Uh, quantity. Quantity. Yeah. But I think in terms of quality. Um, <laughs> I got. I have to give a nod to the the gang of four in Australia. I mean, what they were doing oh. was pretty ridiculous. <laughs> well, I, see, it doesn't have context. Can you be ridiculous without context? I mean, well, I guess out of context, it seems ridiculous. Perhaps of, yes. Once we understand more, it won't Definitely, be ridiculous. Well, listen. The fact that that obviously wasn't the Kevin they were looking for, then it uh, it was ridiculous that they what they were doing to that particular guy. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, well, just the I mean, this is the idea. I mean, I guess we don't fully understand it, but it's it just I was like, what the fuck is this? I don't well, understand what show I'm do we watching. Wanna, do we want to start with the end and go backwards? That's a, that's a weird <laughs> thing to do, but it is like I mean, so it's kind of like the first episode where you know the episode runs, and then at the end we get this mm-hmm. complete like uh, out of context thing. Um, yeah. Also in Australia, I'm gonna say also. Um, this one was definitively in uh, Australia because. Yeah. Uh, did you see a fucking kangaroo? I mean, yep. that's how you know you're in Australia. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> if everything else didn't tell you, yep. the kangaroo is like... And they even like replay the deer thing from season one with the kangaroo getting mm-hmm. hit by the car. And then he gets out and shoots the kangaroo. 
which yeah, you know, it makes it it makes it seem like there's a a regional version of the leftovers like all across the planet. Yeah, <laughs> just happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, uh, there's a yeah in New Zealand they hit a <laughs> kiwi. Uh, uh, yeah a kiwi <laughs> or, or a platypus or whatever. Uh, <laughs> that, that one's gonna be ridiculous. When that kiwi comes in to like wreck the kitchen, mm-hmm. it's gonna be. It's just not gonna. It's not gonna work as well. It's gonna be stranger. It'll be weirder. <laughs> it's like pecking away at the bottom of the cabinet. <laughs> who who made all these very small, indiscernible <laughs> scratches on the the lower inch of the cabinetry? <laughs> This is the mystery I must solve. <laughs> it's a different show down there, all right? It's a different show. But but listen, all of the outdoor scenes are breathtaking because breathtaking. New You're right. New Zealand is beautiful, so you can't, you can't beat the scenery. Yeah. I mean, can't it's, beat it. yeah. So there. If you wanted I mean, to say film a huge movie franchise there. Yeah, uh, uh, particularly one that takes place in a fantasy land. Yeah, it's got everything you need. It's basically a fantasy land. It's basically it is a fantasy <laughs> land. New Zealand doesn't exist. <laughs> I dare you to prove it exists. Have you seen it? Have you been there? So, right. so back to the leftovers. So, do you really want to talk about? I mean, I guess it's the kind of thing where. Because it, it, it doesn't have any clear connection yeah. with anything else in the episode, we can kind of talk about it whenever. Let's talk about it. Because we were we were trying to we were playing a game of what's the most ridiculous, and I think you're right in terms of uh, story wise. Uh, this is a pretty ridiculous little element here. Um, yeah. And like I'm saying, uh, like I like I mentioned off podcast, I think we need to pay attention to the end of episodes of this season. Clearly. And see see if they are flash forwards. Or any kind of uh, sort of tangential storyline uh, that that's happening looks like you know, and I and I'm thinking um, that montage at the end of the um, that little transition with the bird at the end of the first episode, yeah, uh, and then going to um, Nora, very old, was you know having now seeing this second part of this whole storyline. Uh, it seems like that was a good way to to tell the audience that hey, this is a flash forward. You know, this we're taking this whatever you see in this section of the episodes, if they keep doing it, is going to be in this like future timeline, you know, because if we had just seen this last part in episode two, uh, uh, it's unnecessary clear it's in the future. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I'm not even 100 percent sure that it is like I think I think it's reasonable to say that it is. But I guess, uh, you know, the, the difference between this and, and the last one is that, you know, the only I mean, in the last one we saw Nora. And mm-hmm. she was obviously older. In this one, the only character that we actually know uh, that we see is, uh, you know, Kevin's dad. And, mm-hmm. I mean, he's already old, and he doesn't look obviously older than the last time we saw him, I would say. Mm-hmm. So it's sort of like, maybe, it, like, it definitely could be a flash forward. That seems pretty reasonable. But it doesn't seem, like, I guess, like, you know, Occam's Razor, like, it's, it should be that these things are related. Um, it would just be, it would be weird to have a flash forward, and then, like, in the next episode, you do, like, an, an, a present time story in mm-hmm. Australia. Like, it's just kind of bizarre. It seems like it should be consistent. 
but but I agree. I guess I'm, my main point is I agree that like it's not clear from the story itself like when it's taking place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, basically, what happens is there's this gang. <laughs> it's hard to describe. I think this. you. I'm sorry. They're on horses. I think you mean posse. Posse. You're right. When they're on horses, it's called a posse. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a, a Australian uh, female posse, and uh, uh, we we meet this this sheriff, uh, police chief, I guess, um, uh, and um, they they come to him. They find out his name uh, is Kevin, and uh, so they you know knock him out, kidnap him. Uh, take him to a, a pond or something, a bog, I don't know, with, uh, with a, like a seesaw attached for convenient drowning purposes. I don't know what and the for fuck's fun. going on there. And for fun. <laughs> right. That's the other purpose. Good, good, good call. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they tie him to it. They drown him and, uh, and apparently he dies, um, because he's not, he's not our Kevin. I think we no. can all, we can all be sure. Of Don't that. be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and then at the end, uh, you know, Kevin's dad comes out. Uh, I guess he, he just happened to be there. I don't know what was going on. I don't know why he was there. But anyway, he comes outside and like, what are you doing? What are you ladies up to? You know, so that mm-hmm. that's the end of the episode. That's basically the last uh, segment. Which you think he could tell them who Kevin is? Uh, Fucking so that's, a. That, that that's one of the biggest interesting unanswered things that brought up by that half of a second, you know, connection reveal thing of of, of Kevin's dad there because it's just like, wow. I mean, because that's the ironic part, right? It's not just a reveal that it's a surprise that it's that character, but like they're looking for this guy's son. Wow, can you yeah. imagine the coincidence that they're doing this thing and they seem to know? The person, the, the person they're looking for is father, you know. But so it's weird that they don't know who Kevin is, but they know his dad. And, he, uh, and I, I mean, it's even like it's even slightly more ridiculous than that. His name's Kevin too, and he used to be the police chief. That's right. That's right. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot his name was Kevin. Yeah, he's Kevin. He's Kevin Senior. Yeah. 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 So it's like it's I, 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 when I originally saw it, I assumed that he didn't know them and that they just happened to be in his backyard or something like, Mm -hmm. but I don't really know what we're supposed to think. Cause like, I agree. I don't understand where did they get this idea from? You know, I mean, we, we, you know, we all saw the last episode. We know there's this book. We know there's this idea of Kevin not being able to die. It's like, they have these vague details, his name, his occupation, Uh Uh, much like Jesus, but they don't know that, for example, He's not fucking Australian, <laughs> you know. Like, uh-huh. like you can just stop right there. Is he Australian? It's not him. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I, I think what they're doing, they they seem to be testing him, right? Obviously, like if yeah. he it doesn't die, then it is the Kevin that they're looking for. Yeah, it's like a witch test. It's like this, you know, yeah, shitty. You know, if you if you drown, then you're you're not the real Kevin. So mm-hmm. so we shouldn't have drowned you. <laughs> Yeah. So, but it, that's what's great is that when you're wrong, you're you're like really wrong, uh, and it's yeah. too late. It's too late to take it back. Yeah. Um. But you know, I mean, it raises so many questions. Like, what's the what's the goal? Like, what if it is Kevin? Then what? I mean, you know what I mean? What are they trying to do? You know, uh, 
what do they want him for? Yeah. Maybe you know? I, I just kind of looked at that last scene again. Yeah, maybe he doesn't know who they are. It seems to me uh, like he just like came outside like, who are you? They're, are you well, they're, they're, out, they're outside making a lot of noise shouting Kevin. So that right. would get his attention. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's but, interesting. Like, it wasn't so, a prearranged meeting or he didn't tell them to come there or something. It didn't seem that way. Yeah, it didn't seem that way. Uh, but I assume they 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 need him for something. But yeah, that that'll probably be you know um, some new story element that they add. Uh, yeah, you know something with the next departure or whatever happens on this anniversary. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it's interesting, you know, the connection being uh, you know at the end of the first episode. Uh, you know, they ask about Kevin, and Nora's like, "I don't know any Kevin." And in this episode, mm-hmm. they're looking for a Kevin, but it's the wrong Kevin. Right, right. So maybe at the end of the next episode, we'll actually see Kevin. What is that? The right variation? <laughs> it could, it could be, it could be. I, I guess having no idea where the story's going, it's hard to know uh, what the next step might be. Yeah. Um, I feel like they uh, could also wait. To, to show Kevin until... Although, I guess by the end of this episode, it does look like Kevin is heading to Australia. So, mm-hmm. um, you know. I, maybe they're going to do, like, a, a pseudo, like, uh, memento thing where uh, the storyline kind of progresses in the present and then the flash-forwards go ahead and then, like, eventually, by the mm-hmm. time we see Kevin in the flash-forwards, we understand how he got there from the present, yeah. something yeah. like that. Like I mm-hmm. could see, I could see it going along those lines. And it could be that the first, the little, the end of the first episode could be where we get to at the very furthest in the future, uh, yeah. until they catch up to it. And that this in yeah. the second episode is, is, is closer. Forward. Yeah. It's closer to the present. That actually but, makes but, a lot of sense. But the reason I thought it was at least somewhat in the future was because they read Kevin's book. And, well, and yeah. And Definitely. it made me think that, and it made me think that, well, if there's some kind of culture or, you know, obviously who knows how big of a group this is that believes in Kevin or whatever, or has read the book. But I thought, well, if there's enough people to read the book, then maybe this is far, far enough in the future that, you know, uh, you know, 10 years or 20 years or something where it's, it's become more widely known or something. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty you know, maybe, yeah. you know, I mean, if I just had to guess, I think. I think maybe Kevin disappears. I think it's something with this anniversary is triggering what we're seeing in these uh, little tags at the that end of the episode. That seems pretty likely too. Yeah. Uh, so maybe maybe Kevin. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like maybe he's gonna do something. <laughs> <laughs> A bold prediction. <laughs> I'm a professional <laughs> podcaster, and my prediction is the character will do something. And you're going to be so proud when you're right. Oh, I can't wait. I've been waiting to be right for so long. Um, so that's why I made my prediction as general as possible. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to say that Kevin's going to do nothing. I mean, what? It's going to be really stunning impressive. stunning upset out of left field. Um, all right. Well, uh, I guess my point was... I, I kind of want to assume that he disappears or something, mm-hmm. or or he stops it somehow, or he goes to um, where everybody else went and comes back or something. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, something that 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 makes him sort of unique in this situation. Um, yeah. So, 
a quick aside because I want to I want to make a comment about uh, supernatural stuff on the show. Sure. Um, but uh, I believe it's called uh, it, the Leftovers podcast. I believe it's called um, what's it called? The Living Reminders. <laughs> the, I believe it's called the Living Reminders. <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> and <laughs> again, it seems like a bit we pre we worked <laughs> out before. <laughs> That's how bad our bits are, is that they seem like pre-rehearsed bad bits. That's how bad they are. Because we rehearsed it, but that's the best we came up with. You know, yeah. It wasn't that great. Um, <laughs> I promise you, folks, this is all off the cuff. We put no time and energy into this podcast. If you want a podcast where we, we actually care, go to the Lost Lowdown. That's what we're about. <laughs> Oh, I kid. Anyway, my point was in the Living Reminders <laughs> podcast, they they have an episode where uh, they interview uh, Damon Lindelof and Tom Parada, mm -hmm. and uh, Damon made a very big, interesting comment about the supernatural stuff in the show. And his comment was that there has only been one supernatural event on the show, and that was the departure. That says a lot. <laughs> what? Yes. So that means all the hotel stuff, all that other stuff is is in his mind. Now he did he did further elaborate and he said something about he, another word he said that I thought was interesting was um uh oh he said he said uh, events were uh, incredible but not supernatural. So I thought that was an interesting distinction. <laughs> so you can't believe it, but it's in within the realms of reality, you know. I mean, I almost want to say, yeah, like why can't the sudden departure be that too? I mean, you know what I mean? What's well because because and he says this in the podcast, which is and we talked about this in our last podcast, um, but he he actually says this to confirm it that the whole kind of point of the show is that is what happens to these people after a real provable supernatural event has happened how does that you know open things up to other people claiming to be supernatural or other events that might be supernatural how does that affect whether or not you think they're supernatural because this verifiable thing actually happened you know we talked about that last podcast um and so he and he, then he goes straight into the example of um oh jesus why am i forgetting his name uh the hugging guy Wayne, uh, Wayne, Wade, Wayne, yeah. Wayne, yeah, and um, uh, and and so he, and then he gave the uh, Wayne example of if a guy came and said he could, you know, hug your pain away or whatever, you know, maybe think he could do it. The, the departure happened, you know. So right. I thought that was really interesting uh, that that uh, that he said that. Now this was from this uh, podcast was that podcast was recorded before season three. So it doesn't necessarily preclude any supernatural things in season three, right? But but after season two, but um, yeah, definitely including seasons one and two. So I thought Which, that was pretty interesting. I because I I feel like season two, you know, raised the stakes on the supernatural uh, mm -hmm. occurrences. Uh, I agree that like it can still be read ambiguously, but um, it it is. Uh, I mean, <laughs> there's a lot there that really does, and it's like he's selling it. I mean, I guess that's the thing, you know. That's the thing about Damon Lindelof, you know. Yeah. Like he he stands back and says, you know, nothing, none of that was supernatural, 
But I think he knows that he's selling it to a yeah. certain extent oh, yeah. like it is. It's definitely a podcast worth listening to because he, he did touch on that idea. Um, yeah, I forgot exactly what he said, but he did touch on that idea of the audience's expectations um, and yeah. and the whole... And, he, and he, uh, another thing he said was... Um, God, I'm forgetting exactly how he phrased it, but but he was saying that the whole the point of the whole show was um, uh, people. Uh, uh, God, what did he say? But basically, it was about meaning. How what what people? How people interpret things? Basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's clearly. I mean, that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, like with the Wayne thing, to me, like that's so much more. I mean, to me, like, the the Wayne thing was right there in the show in terms of, like, you know, yeah. sure, they, they presented him in a quasi-mystical way, but I feel like the show even made it clear to a certain extent that this might be bullshit, and they even had him say it at the end, you know? Well, um, they, they're going to present both sides of the argument for sure. Yeah, yeah. And I guess with the hotel, you know, with, at least with Patty, uh, you know, they had uh, they had that whole thing with, you know, Lori saying, you know, uh, it's all in your minds. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, you're 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 just having a, a psychotic break. And, uh, you know. Uh, it was it was great. It was great. I actually just watched rewatched that episode. She's like, um, Patty's not here because she knows that um, you know she is in like what's in your mind. Uh, knows that uh, if 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 she appears, then I will ask for information that I know about her that you yeah, don't I remember know, that. Mm-hmm. and she won't be able to answer it. And then and then he's like, well, she. She told me stuff about her husband and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah, I told you about him. Yeah. You know? And it's like, oh, fuck. I, I, it's, it's a killer because that stuff is all very convincing. Mm-hmm. But, but it, it is also kind of like the phone where it's like it, it lulls you into a false sense of like, well, it must be Patty. I mean, she's got all these details. Yeah. I mean, it, it goes back to what we, I, I guess we talked about in our first Leftovers podcast uh um you know the whole idea of if one super 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 improbable thing happens does that change the odds that it could happen again and i guess a similar question is does that increase the odds that other improbable things could happen right you know which is it's a weird spinoff right it's a weird like tangential effect that could be possible you know like who knows if that's if that's a reasonable idea or not well this one crazy thing happened that you know that's a sign that the universe is off kilter or whatever you know therefore other crazy things happen um but but yeah that's um but yeah i think i think he really loves walking that line as 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 fine as possible between either side of the argument uh presenting believable evidence on both sides um but what's weird is it's it's it, w- the weird the weird thing I I find is that the context is generally well of course supernatural things don't happen you know I feel like even though he does all that work to walk those lines most of the time the answer is an, a reasonable explanation yeah and it's yeah, not yeah, supernatural 
Um, which is a weird, you know, so it's because, you know, it's just weird, like, because it's not like it's 50-50. Well, half the time it is supernatural, half the time it's not. So then you never really know which one it's going to be. It's kind of like, no, you really should head your bets that it's not supernatural because most of the time it isn't. Right. Um, um, So it's interesting to, like, spend all that time creating this, you know, equally possible dual outcomes or whatever. But but it's kind of like, nah, it's really just a farce because it's this other thing right but that's the thing i mean that's the weird thing about the because he i feel like he keeps pulling you in with with that stuff even though you know over and over again you get this you get this reinforcement of like don't expect don't expect that the the answer is going to be the craziest thing automatically like you know Mm -hmm. i mean certainly with the the disappearance you know i mean that had a very concrete reasonable explanation to my um, evie yeah. yeah 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 like like you know that he wanted us to think obviously that maybe they departed mm-hmm. but obviously that's not what happened and uh i do feel like most things on the show are like that but it's like the, the, we spent a whole episode in the hotel and he went back to the fucking hotel i mean it's mm-hmm. like it's like i agree that it doesn't have to exist but it's 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 one of those things that's... where <laughs> well listen whether or not it, so i know what you mean but let's be clear like existing in what context right like so it exists in some sense but the question is really is it in kevin's head or not i to the extent that it seems to affect uh not just kevin but other characters um, and of course, you know, we don't have another confirmed character who came back from there. So I guess mm-hmm. that's, you know, I, I mean, I, the one thing would be interesting is if Mary remembers it since she happened to be there, that might be a conversation if she mm-hmm. ever wants to talk about that, though that she's leaving. So perhaps that's never going to happen anyway. <laughs> uh, you know, cause yeah, the writers are like, let's get her out of town before she has a chance to talk to Kevin. <laughs> Yeah, I know, because it's like most of the people there were dead, so they're not going to, you know, get to... I mean, I just watched the thing where, where Virgil, like, shoots himself, you know, so that he can be Kevin's guide, and that's what he does in the hotel. And he, But he didn't tell Kevin but, that. But... He, told, he told Kevin that he was going to stand by with this epinephrine shot and, and wait, you know, for the right moment to, like, wake him up. But the, what, that's not what he was going to... That's not what he actually did. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, to me, that really sells the idea that this isn't just in Kevin's mind. But, 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 you know, devil's advocate, but wouldn't Kevin's psyche conjure him up if he, if they needed a guide, right? I mean, if he needed a guide, who would he, you know, like, uh, but I, I agree. That is a very good point. And it's good writing, (laughs) you know, cause it's, it's, it's very specific to like, make sure that's not an easy connection you can make to like, prove it either way. Right. Uh, um, And to me, the hotel is like, uh, it's different from Wayne. Like, you know what, you know what I feel like the hotel is for you? I feel like it's, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, Eugene's vaccine. (laughs) Oh God. I kind of feel like you, you would rather the hotel be real uh then to be like no it's not real it's in kevin's head i yeah i guess i guess i agree that i the thing is the thing (laughs) is it's 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 i what am i trying Mm. to say like Mm. like 
I think the one thing we can we can all agree on is whether it's real or not, uh, it had a huge effect on Kevin. Yep. Now, yep. Yep. I I think I think the. So does Wayne. I think well, sure, absolutely, absolutely, uh, but but I but I think uh, the the reason why uh, I, I guess because there's so many other characters connected to the hotel, I guess I want. I want the hotel to affect other characters too. That's really why I want it to be real. Not so much that mm-hmm. I need there to be a crazy afterlife hotel, but just that like it, it has a little more scope in the story. If it's not just about Kevin, you know yeah, what I mean? I, I was actually going to say that uh, it'd be interesting if Mary, if Kevin asked Mary about a hotel or something and, and, and she, she says like, when she was in a coma, she was at a hotel. Like I have some yeah. big memory about being in a hotel or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a, that'd be an interesting uh, connection. Yeah, I, I feel like that should come up because it's a weird. I mean, you know, I, I guess we're supposed to believe he didn't really talk about it because I think, I think in that scene where uh, he confronts Matt about the book, uh, I think he he says to Michael, "You told him about the hotel." You know, I guess the insinuation is that he didn't tell anyone else about the hotel. Um, and so uh, so maybe she doesn't even know that, mm-hmm. you know, he had the same, you know, <laughs> crazy experience. Yeah. Um, uh, but I feel like now that it's out in the open, yeah, like, I don't know, like... At least ask the question. I mean, I'd just be curious what she another another thing to add to this conversation about the realness of the hotel. Um, so in this uh, podcast interview, Damon mentions uh, he actually talks about the EV situation, their the the disappearance. Yeah, uh, he which was really interesting because he just kind of sits up like, listen, there's there's like three options that could have happened. They were either abducted, uh, they ran away, or they were departed. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he talks about like basically, uh, you know, the, a couple of those things in the episode that are supposed to be hints, you know, that. And this is, the way he phrased it was great because to me, like those, you know, them riding in the car in silence and then like yeah. running through the woods naked. Uh, and then there's like another thing. I don't get that one, by the way. We, yeah. We, but we... but here this is but here's how okay. he phrased the answer, which I thought covers it. But it's, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have said this. I would have wanted to be more specific. So it wasn't like those were signs that they were going to run away and join the guilty remnant. But he said those were signs that all was not well in the state of Denmark. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, if I saw that and go, oh, okay, this is telling yeah. me that their home life isn't good, something's off with these girls, yeah. then when they disappear, you might be more likely to say, oh, well, okay, maybe they ran away because all wasn't well. And that's not how I took them either, you know? Yeah, I mean, the silence definitely screams guilty remnant. Uh, yeah. Running naked the through the woods is like, I can't imagine the guilty remnant doing that. It's, it's a weird thing. I don't understand why they did that. You, you, you know why <laughs> I think they did it? I just figured it out. <laughs> Wow! All right then. <laughs> Damn. You know when you had sometimes things align and I, and it's just the right context. It, uh, most of the time, I have a good epiphany. It's because you're talking. <laughs> oh, good. It's because like you said something in a way, and I get a chance to think, and then I come up with an idea. Anyway, my idea is I don't know if it's right or not. 
But I was just thinking, well, if the guilty remnants, uh, or or to say this, when they're in the car in silence, if, if that's an obvious sort of guilty remnant visual depiction. Yeah. Um, but I was thinking of uh, kind of duality, and I was thinking of extremes. So what is the opposite extreme of sitting in silence in a car, running naked in the woods, I think is pretty close. <laughs> I think that's pretty close. Okay. I see what you're saying. So the idea that they that they these girls are kind of lashing out against their environment in these kind of two extreme ways. I, right. That's the best explanation I can come up with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess it's just like to me, uh running naked in the woods, I mean, it's weird. It seems weird to me, but it's the kind of thing that I would interpret more as uh I don't know, like frivolous, free spirited. Like it's not the mm-hmm. kind of thing that I where I think like, oh man, they have problems, <laughs> you know. Whereas riding in silence in the car does seem like they have problems. Well, but that's why that's why I'm kind of trying to characterize it as an example of extreme behavior. Yeah, yeah, um, no, you're right. Because that because sense. that that shows they have a problem. You know, if if. If they don't feel alive unless they run through the woods naked, you know, they have a problem. Right. You know? Um, yeah. So I I think that's kind of the angle. Yeah. It's weird that they showed that and then, like, <laughs> I don't know. I guess I guess that's the explanation. And so you're – that's just – that was the but point. But anyway, yeah. So anyway, he talks about that whole setup. And, and he was saying because the show started with telling the audience we're not going to – Explain the departure. Right, um, right. This not, it. is not we, a we show. Yeah, like he's all the dis- all the disclaimers he can give. He said because of that, he was saying that you know, as as opposed to he he mentioned like uh, I think he said Westworld and uh, Mr. Mm-hmm. Robot and yeah. this other big one that's just Something like Westworld. these shows with a mystery I can't think of. But uh, but he was saying um, that unlike those shows where the fans are trying to guess the answers, um, this show since it tells you we're not invested in the answers, then there's you're not really trying to guess them. Therefore, when Evie and the girls disappear, you're not thinking, oh, this this or I should say, he says you're thinking this might never be answered. So you're you know you're not like that's so that was his kind of explanation of why Whoa. people really like try to guess it. <laughs> you know, as fervently as they would on a, like Lost or something, you know, right, right, uh, because right. they're like the audience knows, hey, this just might just be unexplained, so I'm not going to invest the time trying yes. to figure it all out, even though there are clues there, you know. Right, right, right. So the other thing, if I can circle back to the other thing uh, that we were talking about that Damon made a comment about, I wanted to mention that I'm forgetting. <laughs> <laughs> what were we talking about before the Evie thing? Something towards the end of season two. We were the just hotel? talking about the hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, oh, that the perfect. So, an interesting thing he mentioned related to the hotel was, and he kind of said this off off the cuff, was was that he basically said that Kevin got rid of Patty once and for all. So that that was interesting. Wow. Now that to me says something uh, something about the hotel. I don't know what, but it had some realness to it that he could affect this person in his head. Now, right? 
it, it, you know, now does getting rid of her in this hotel place is that the same as getting rid of her in his head? You know, right? It does seem like it could be read that way. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like it's like some kind of internal coping mechanism. Yeah, um, a way to deal with and dispose of this. Uh, I mean, as much part as I, of his own psychology. Yeah, as much as I want the hotel to be real, I think it makes much more sense it's all in Kevin's head. This is a guy where the story starts out that he's going crazy, right. um, you know, and and you know this it you know season two should have been an escalation of his issues, so they would make sense for it to go that far. Um, uh, but what's what's interesting and why, why the show is so in- good is that it, it it marries that idea with like the actual weird stuff like, Hey, I died three times, right? you know, or, or almost died three times or die. Almost died once died two times. <laughs> I, think, I think that's the count. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he, he didn't get to die the first time because yeah, the, uh, the, the earthquake. Yeah. Uh, Which begs I, the question, you know, did the earthquake even have to happen? I mean, I guess he would just be at the bottom of the See, thing. I'll... Yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, Virgil mentions that. He's like, you know, I told you not to do that. You know, it's not it's not a good method because, you know, there, there's not an easy way to, like, get out of it, you mm-hmm. know, when you're, yeah. when you're finished. You know, yeah. it's sort of like, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Like, you know, because Virgil just... just, like, shoots himself. And it's like, why didn't he just shoot Kevin? Well, it's kind of like. Did the did the bullet bounce off your head, or did the gun not go off? It's mm-hmm. it's the thing where it's a little more plausible that he can actually wake up after it. You know, is mm-hmm. the thing that he does when he dies. You know, yeah, and I think there is a bit of uh, uh, again ritualness that is needed there uh, to, yeah. to to prime Kevin's mind for what's about to happen. Right. But I yeah, but I agree. Um, yeah, uh, but the 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 cause of the earthquake is uh, uh, it, it, do they? I guess I'm gonna have to see. I haven't gotten to the end of season two yet. Uh, the insinuation is that, uh, and I guess Virgil directly says this is that either you know someone was trying to help Kevin, mm-hmm. or Patty did it to prevent Kevin from you know. Yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. If, if if Kevin had drowned, like he had, you know, the, the brick on his leg or whatever, mm-hmm. and he couldn't get out, and he's at the bottom of the lake, and he dies, there's no earthquake, and he dies, and then he goes to the hotel, and then he's finished with the hotel, and then he wakes up in the real world again, but then mm-hmm. drowns again. Yeah. Immediately. Does he just go again? through a loop forever? <laughs> like like some horrible day. existential groundhog yeah, night. Yeah nightmare like nightmare oh god yeah <laughs> oh man yeah um it does seem like that could be possible that would be pretty horrible so the problem with virgil's thing is he gave us two two options right it's mm-hmm. either of someone was he helping did. him and they're both yeah. crazy options and there and guess what there's a third option was that it is that is neither of course it's just a natural <laughs> phenomenon but i that's but you know but it, but that's how it's like a magic it, it's the Lindelof shuffles like a magic trick you know there's you, yeah. you you're telling the audience you're you're like it's just to say you're like um you know, focusing the audience's attention and say, okay, listen, it's only in left hand or my right hand, you know, uh, but you don't tell them it could be in your assistant's hand or something. You right. Know? 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, okay. Um, that's all I have to say about that podcast and how it was relating to that little stuff you're talking about. Yeah, no, it's it's interesting. I'm not surprised. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it it, it kind of bursts my bubble. But it, it, on the other hand, like I know. I know to expect that. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's my fault if I didn't expect that. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I, like it's like uh, it's like you're a kid and you have a deadbeat dad and he says he's gonna take yeah. you someplace fun. Yeah. But then he doesn't show up and guess whose fault yeah. it is for expecting him? It's you. Yeah, it's kid. my fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I guess like I've gotten to the point where I've accepted that that's just how daddy is and uh, you <laughs> daddy know. Daddy if if <laughs> exactly and if i get disappointed then it's my fault so i just <laughs> you know i just shouldn't put myself in that position but the yeah. thing is like he keeps raising the stakes of the intrigue i know? know first he said it was disneyland this time he says it's disney world i, I mean yeah it's too much i can't yeah. take it what's, well, see, what's but that next? but the reason he's doing that is that's the only way he's going to get your attention if he keeps trying to bait you yeah. with like the same old level of stuff you you're gonna know daddy's a liar but if he's like well right. you know first class we'll drive go-karts right you know you're gonna want to go right and he's still not gonna show up it's so. just it's 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 crazy to me to spend that much time on something that but it's like i guess it's all about oh man <laughs> this is why this is why it's a thing because it's just it's such a uh this is why we have such a long podcast about lost and mm-hmm. uh and why we've been you know brought back into podcasting by this show because there, there there's something about that technique that's really frustrating mm-hmm. and yet like very compelling <laughs> It's because it doesn't it doesn't resolve these you know there's just these like narrative situations that just don't resolve. Yeah. And you just you follow the lines and the threads and you go through the hoops and you don't get to any endpoint of any certainty. So you continue going through the loops again, over and over and over and over, and you then you're just yeah. like, wait, what is the cabin? <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. You know, exactly. Uh, it seems like and I, yeah, yeah, I think I think there's certain kind of brains who enjoy that, and I would I have to imagine there's a lot of brains that hate that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's clearly. their least favorite thing is that kind of uh, endless speculation and not quite uh, concrete um, storytelling. You know. Yeah. 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 So. Um... Uh, what I was gonna say about that about that final scene, uh, real quick, uh, just as far as like the the book, you know, and if if they've read the book, I, I was thinking like that that does seem like the biggest clue that it's a flash forward because uh, we were told that the paper copy uh, that's in Jarden and the present is the only one, mm-hmm. so. You know, unless that's a lie and they scanned it and put it on the Internet or I don't know. I don't know what else. I mean, I don't know how else anyone in Australia would ever know about it. So, well, don't forget, they are on their way to Australia, so they could take the book with them. Right. But that's going to be in the future. You know, just just as a, a reason why it's not it's not literally taking place at the same time. Mm-hmm. as uh you know the events of this episode 
Yeah, but I mean, it could be really close. It could to the be future. a couple of days later, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or you know, or they leave Weeks. the book. They leave the book behind after they leave Australia or right. something, or you know, or um, you know, it's you know, put our detective hats on. Uh, story detective. Uh, you know, he's probably gonna tell his dad about the book. Yeah. Uh, and his dad will probably be all about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, and maybe his dad will steal a copy and and proliferate it or something. Yeah, uh, maybe something like that. Yeah, that sounds that sounds reasonable. And I guess like that goes along with what you were saying about like you know in this world post departure and perhaps something even crazier or equally crazy or whatever is going to happen uh, in the thirteen days. You know, the anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it creates this environment where I, I guess, uh, you know, strange cults, uh, magic, religion-ish sort of stuff uh, catches on. But I, but I do wonder, though. I mean, can you imagine? I mean, if 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 the comparison is Jesus, I mean, can you imagine a gang like going around saying mm-hmm. like, "Is your name Jesus? Well, we'll drown you, or we'll crucify you, well, or something." Which- and if yeah, you don't well, resurrect, then you weren't, you know, that's crazy. What if but it that's, is him? But that's, but that's <laughs> the thing, right? And I, and I think that's why it's such an interesting thing to depict is that if someone was around who said they were Jesus and they were these sort of confirmed miracle sightings, um, I think that would, I think this is exactly what would happen. Somebody would say, prove it. Let me prove it. And somebody would say, you know, um, uh, you know, Leslie thought he had some like real supernatural powers. Um, let's just kidnap him and put him, you know, uh, uh, take him to Vegas or something. Put him in a show like mm-hmm. he could work for. You know what I mean? Like um, <laughs> unless he like has telekinesis or something and can zap you or whatever. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, if a man came back and seemed to be human but had these supernatural sort of or couldn't die or whatever. Yeah, I think that's very possible. Someone would try to take advantage for good or for ill, you know. Um, and well, yeah, and, and, I guess and, that's the question. What are their motives? Yeah, I think that's not clear. Definitely not clear. <laughs> Why they're on horses? I think is an interesting question. <laughs> uh, they're like cow folk. I thought it was interesting that they gave that they they specifically said what the lady she said what her name was. Because I was I was immediately trying to guess who she was of a character we might already know. Oh yeah. Or, or especially any of those women in the scene. I thought, oh, maybe they're mm-hmm. in the future, and this is you know thirty years later or whatever, forty right. whatever. But um, she says her name, which is the name we have not heard, and I think right. And maybe that was the point of that is to let us know we don't have to try to guess who she is. After especially after the Nora thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, four older women on horses. Sounds like the beginning of a joke. It does. Um, But, uh, and even the guy that they got to be Kevin, the Australian cop Mm -hmm. Kevin, was a weird guy. Yeah. Wasn't he weird? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, weird. Like, I I mean, not bad. Like, I enjoyed the performance or whatever. It just was, he was just a weird person. He he looked weird and he acted weird. And I didn't understand why he was weird. Yeah, yeah. He reminded me, it, it, I mean, the tone of that last part was very strange. Mm-hmm. It was like, I don't know what the word is. Uh, uh, it was like quasi-comical or something, but it was yeah. but it was also very dark. So it was like, 
I don't know. It made me think of like the Evil Dead or something. Like it, mm-hmm. it was it, <clears throat> the the yeah the the uh, the other Kevin guy. He uh, he he was playing it very. I don't know. I yeah. It, it, it there were a lot of mannerisms and a lot of uh, mm-hmm, strange mm-hmm. facial expressions and. He, he wasn't played just it like playing it simply. He played it like a comic. I, he played <clears throat> it like I thought he was like in makeup and costume. Mm-hmm. He played it like he was playing like a com- a comedic character. I'm trying to find yeah. him in the thing. Maybe because maybe he is. Maybe he is just a comedic actor, and they got him to play this weird tone they wanted. Right. Um. I'm trying to find his name on the thing. Uh. But anyway. Um. Yeah, okay. Glad I'm the only one who thought it was strange. Yeah, no, I can definitely see that. Uh, the, I, I I mean, I found the whole sequence strange, but it started off oh. strange when it was just him. So you're not going to you're not going <clears> to <throat> believe this. There's two hilarious coincidences that with this with the, I I found who this guy is. So <clears throat> coincidence number 1, his okay. name is his name is Damian Garvey. <laughs> okay. So that's, that's weird. That's weird. Um, and, uh, one you got of the, things, the part. and, and one of the things he's known for is the TV show ass versus evil dead. Um, what? And you just mentioned evil dead. So wow. two weird, uh, see supernatural things do happen. Wow. The departure is real. We just proved it. <laughs> oh my God. That's crazy. <laughs> I swear I didn't know that. It was just the thing that came to mind. Wow. Yeah, it's a weird. It was a weird reference. You're like, uh, like I don't know, Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was trying to come up with, with that, you know, that combination of like dark, crazy stuff with comedy. Yeah. You know, like that was the, that was the tone I was getting. Uh, maybe they were going for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if they actually got someone from. From the there's an Evil Dead TV series. I didn't even know that yeah. existed. <laughs> yeah, it's That's called Ash versus me. Evil Dead. Wow, have you seen it? I have not seen it, but um, um, I think uh, what's his name is in it. I think um, Bruce Campbell. Yeah, I think he's in it. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, otherwise, you know, what are we doing anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, what are we even doing? You know, what are we even doing anymore? Uh, anyway, the fact that this guy's name is Gar- last name is Garvey, I find just really, really interesting. That yeah. he's playing, he's playing a doppelganger of Kevin Garvey. It's yeah, just, they must have had fun with that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, I you know, it's I find this show fairly difficult to guess um when it comes to these kind of big story arcs um and like what do these women want it's just like who knows right but then we'll get we're gonna find out it's gonna be obvious it's gonna right. be like, oh well they needed him for this obvious thing you would need kevin for right um, right i mean i would say it's either it's either something straightforward that we could even guess right now or mm-hmm. it's something that depends on knowing information that we don't know, so we could we possibly know. guess. Mm-hmm. I, it seems like it's it's one of those things. All right, what are your top three things they could want Kevin for? Your top three wild guesses. Man, you got a horse in the room. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 a horse based season, clearly. 
Um, uh, why would they want Kevin? Well, let's see. I so mean, wait, imagine you are a middle-aged woman on a horse. Yeah. <laughs> it's important that you're on a horse. <laughs> I'm sure you've thought of that before. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. It comes up. You know, it's one of those. Everybody imagines that at some point in life. You know how you know you know those uh, ha- those uh, power stances. You know, mm-hmm. uh, where you stand and you feel really powerful. I feel like that's that's your power stance is a middle-aged you being a middle-aged when you want to feel empowered. It's your go-to. It's your go-to visual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems that seems reasonable. Um, yeah. So uh, okay. I mean, this is hard. Uh, so the basic thing about Kevin is that uh, is that he can't die, right? Yep. I mean, they haven't indicated that there's anything else about him uh, that is particularly special. Um, Mm -hmm. so what could you do with someone who can't die? Um, I guess you could send him into dangerous situations. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, um, and he could come back, Mm -hmm. uh, like you could play some, you could play some weird trick. Like if it's some kind of post-apocalyptic <laughs> world, you know, you could use him for the best April Fool's joke ever. <laughs> That's why they want him. <laughs> That's not what I was thinking, but yeah, like we can it's, Bernie's listen, or something. It's March thirty-first. They need this guy now. <laughs> they don't have any time to waste. <laughs> if it's weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> 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 I like that Weekend at Bernie's is the go-to reference for having a dead person like pal around with you for Damn. a weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else took that mantle in like 30 years. Can no. you believe it? Can you believe it? I yeah, uh, in a way, no, in a way, yes. God, Hollywood mean, is so out thing. of ideas that they can't even top that, you know. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's how it is. I so mean, I, I, based on what you just said, I have a crazy theory to throw out, okay? Okay. So, because I agree. I agree. As soon as you said, like, Kevin can't die, then what? Okay, great. Then what do you need? That makes him special. Then they need somebody who can die for some something, right? That's yeah. going to get somebody killed. They need him yeah. because there's no consequence, you know, because he can come back. Right. Um, what if they pull a Lost Season 6... And what they want. Now, I don't think this really works because I don't think these are the women who would be uh, uh, connected to this necessarily. But what if um, they want they have the machine uh, that can take you that can zap you to the departed zone and they want to zap Kevin um, so that even though he 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 might die going there. He can come back. And, and maybe they can find out what happened. Yes. Yeah. That's that's a good theory, actually. That would tie together the other stuff from this episode. Um, mm-hmm. It would make it more relevant why they showed that at the end of this episode, because it seems to have no connection. Yeah, that's very interesting and very reasonable. And I'll just point <laughs> out that uh, playing by Lost Rules... Um, mm-hmm. In Lost, Widmore had a machine that sent Desmond to the afterlife. Yep. So yep. it doesn't seem out of the question that mm-hmm. there could be uh, 
some kind of scientific way to simulate the departure. I mean, that does, that seems like something. Yeah. It's not out of bounds for Damon to do that, mm-hmm. um, or to be okay with doing that. So yeah, I think that's a pretty good. Like I was just thinking, like a bank robbery or something, but like <laughs> I, that. Our, our horses aren't fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to do it, Kevin. That's uh, way better. That's way better. Yeah, I just I was just trying to fit in this idea of needing someone who could die with the, the big big idea, of the sh- like you know the end game of the show, and uh, right. and then this whole idea of um, you know that that caveat. Uh, of which I thought was really interesting when they were like, you know, we we zap you to the other place, and she was like, no, you're just incinerating those people or radiating those people or whatever. Yeah. Uh, which which was I love that she said that because I was not thinking that at all. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I as soon as she said, it, I was like, oh yeah, that is also probably likely, right? You know? yeah. Um, like no, the whatever you're seeing of a fact is the fact you're bombarding them with radiation, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, that, that would be, you know, as someone who, you know, uh, sort of famously in a very minor way, uh, wanted the island to be a spaceship prison from an alternate dimension. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's laughable. Wait, it was a prison? I forgot. I forgot it was a prison. Well, yeah, why because the man in black, I, it, because the man in black. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. He was, a, he was a, pr- he was an alien prisoner. He's an alien prisoner. Yep. Okay. That's why they count. <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> hey, hey, in my defense, that's why he can't be let off the island because he will infect all the minds of everyone on the planet and destroy the world. What's, I mean, come on. I'm just, are we watching the same show? Wait, wasn't, that, wasn't that the truth anyway? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. I'm saying it fit into things that seem true. Oh, so, like, okay. gotcha, like gotcha, gotcha. on its own, it seems crazy, but it fit the theory, right? Right. Okay. 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 Yeah. That's why right. the light doesn't scatter quite right because it's all a hologram. You know, like it's really, it's not really an island. It's a, you know, it's, it's a, a prison. Prison spaceship. It's all prison right. Prison spaceship from another dimension. Uh, from another dimension. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Which honestly, sounds like a fifties like, B movie. <laughs> it's like, why not? It well, yeah, definitely. Um, in a way, it's like I can't prove that it's not that. <laughs> and that's the saddest thing I've ever heard anyone say about Lost. <laughs> that is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Is that you? Because <laughs> no one knew. You know what I you mean? You can't even say. No one knew. You can't even say <laughs> it's not a spaceship prison from another dimension. I mean, it's, it doesn't seem likely, but hey, I mean. <laughs> oh, man, that's why it's the best show ever, because you can't even say it's not a spaceship prison from another dimension. Well, <laughs> I feel like I, a lot. We have to we have to ask Carlton and Damon that and really put them on the spot and go, listen, on the record, can or can can you confirm or deny, you know, like <laughs> can you say it's not a space and they'll be like, I can't we can't say that. Yeah. We can't say that. Yep. That's what they would say. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh man. So ridiculous. Wow. Okay. So anyway, uh, I, I think I think Desmond might be an interesting parallel to Kevin Garvey, actually. You know, another person who um, 
thought he was going crazy because of stuff that was happening to him. And and had a a special... Yeah, exactly. Like, had a specialness to him, a uniqueness to his character, you know, uh, as a, you know, as in relation to uh, to the other characters. Um, So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, listen, I think if we get any other storylines about this machine thing, uh, this zap, this whole scientific approach to, to... to going to the other side, um, I'm gonna really double down on that idea. Um, yeah. If it's just like a one-off thing, um, and we don't really hear about it, then I'm gonna say, oh, it's just kind of. I think we have to because that's why they're going to Australia. Oh yeah. That's why. That's why Nora's going to Australia at least. So I mean, I think there has to be at least a little bit of follow-up. On yeah, that. there does. I guess I was meaning. Yeah, I guess what well, that's what I meant is is if it if we actually see the machine, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if we actually see like see a thing and it's real, yeah, uh, then I think uh, you know they're you know like they say uh, a a uh, dimension traveling machine in the first act goes off in the third. <laughs> I think we're gonna see it now. I think it's I think it's that is totally what who was that Chekhov? Yeah, yes. that's that's what he had in mind. <laughs> <laughs> I just adapted it, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, I, I, I think I, I think it could go either way. I would say it's possible that it plays a major role in the plot. I think it's also possible that we see it, but uh, it's discarded, just like the Widmore thing was. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, well, but he, but he actually zapped Desmond and he actually went somewhere. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, but, but I guess, I guess to me, uh, if it was like that, it'll be like Kevin gets zapped in the next episode and, you know, after that, they don't mention it again. You know what I mean? Like, like, well, that's yeah, not, but like, that's they won't. The no, no, no. That's game. sure. But that's the, that's the, uh, and the kind well, we were talking about this last seed. So that you know, that like that's the reason that they want to to for him to go to the other side, but that doesn't solve the story for sure. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah I, I guess I'm just saying, like, I think I think it it might play a huge role in the plot or it might, you know, play a smaller role, but I but I do think we'll see it again in some form. Mm-hmm. Um oh, something I was gonna say about the Zapping. Desmond got zapped. Um, yeah, I was just thinking about you know the the idea of trying to. Exp- oh, that's what I was gonna say. The um, this this whole scientific thing that uh, that they talk about in this episode does actually go back to um, the Nora being a lens thing, you know? Uh, yeah. Because I think that was the first time we saw like the scientists come in and like. Yep. try to give some answers or at least talk about what was happening in some kind of way. Yeah. Um, so this kind of like picks up on that. So it'd be interesting if they link those two somehow. Um, if they're like our research doing this thing or, you know, or if they're like, Oh, you're Nora. Like we, we scanned your house and we found a portal, you know, like your, your, your house was, you know, uh, integral to us finishing this technology or something because mm-hmm. you had such a, crazy departure it'd be interesting if they like link those together yeah 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 i I can see them doing that i I actually realized that structurally 
uh, at least like in in part, N- Nora's three episodes have all followed somewhat similar lines um, of 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 like uh, being presented being presented with like a crazy thing, mm-hmm. uh, completely rejecting it initially, mm-hmm. but then like you know on some level like reconsidering, having doubts. Um, yep. and even in some cases going all the way <laughs> in terms of buying in, um, mm-hmm. you that's know, actually going her... to see Wayne and I think know. that's actually her default mode. And you see that really clear in this episode. Uh, yeah. and, and I think that's, that's an, in, in terms of, you know, how characters are, are responding to their stimuli. I think you really see her pattern very, very clearly. And it is to be completely self-assured in her initial reaction, which yeah. is to dis, to disprove it, right? Yeah. Disbelieve it, I should say. Yeah. Um, but, and this is something uh, Damon mentioned on this podcast again, uh, something interesting about Nora is, uh, he mentioned that um, he was talking about... Um, the uh the episode where she throws the rock uh, in the neighbor's window oh uh, that one yeah and it's actually a very interesting conversation because tom parada because that was just a feeling that damon had that nora would do it was great he was like it it wasn't it didn't come from like a story angle it was just like i think she would just she that's i just see her doing that <laughs> and then they will figure out how to make it work you know but that i that's just what he feels like doing and Tom Parada was talking about how he didn't really want to go along with that. He, it didn't make sense to him. And then he tells Damon, he's like, the only way I could see Nora doing that is if later in the episode, um, Regina King throws a rock back in Nora's window. And Damon was like, yes, exactly. That's great. <laughs> of course, that's perfect. And so, and he says that they basically wrote that episode around those two scenes, like justifying and that, not around those two scenes, but but ju- um, just like uh, kind of justifying getting to those moments, basically. Um, wow. But anyway, what he said that was interesting that, that that connects to this episode, I think, is that he mentioned that Nora, the reason she threw the rock was because she was angry that um, um, uh, what's what's her character, Regina King's character's name? Erica. Erica. I don't know why I don't remember names. I promise I watched the show, guys. Um, Erica, um, the fact that Erica knew where her kids were, basically, uh, and and Nora didn't, right? Nora's kids just departed. So he, he, he said that basically she did that because of that frustration, that anger, you know, built up, which is not something I got at all. She knew where her that, kids were? Well, like the idea that, that um, because I think at that point Nora thought, Evie didn't depart, right? And that's another thing Damon said about Evie's disappearance. I, I believe he was saying that Nora's the one who said that the kids just ran away. She did say that. That's true. Yeah. I just uh, watched that episode. Yeah. I was so confused. I, I was confused the first time and even more confused the second time when she threw the rock through the window. So I'm glad <laughs> to get an explanation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so did that... not understand it. So that's what it is. So she basically is like, listen, I'm upset because my kid's apart and your kid just ran away. And, you know, and, you know, you're so my situation's worse and I'm upset about that. That's basically kind of what he, how he said okay. it. Okay. Yeah, which makes sense, right? It, it, you know, it's, okay. um, yeah. Interesting. 
That's not mm-hmm. what I thought it was. Not what I thought it was at all. Not me either. Wow. So, so anyway, you see that in this episode where Nora, when she when she's at her worst, she's vindictive and she's petty. And she and and I think it comes from the anger that she has when other people um, are getting something that she doesn't think they deserve. Yeah. Um, or yeah. or she feels like she's getting shit on and doesn't deserve it. You know, and so you see that in this episode when she just like she's just she's horrible. You know, I mean, she's just when she gets to that point, she's she's horrible. You know, uh, yeah. but that's like her coping mechanism. And that's how she responds to all these things. So it's right. interesting to like really see the psychology of the character uh, play out in these different events. Like you're saying, like in all her episodes, they follow the same pattern, which I got to say is 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 evidence of not just good writing, but like good character development, because I think if you if you were like, you know, in every if all of her episodes, they're all over the place. They're mm-hmm. not similar in either way. It'd be weird. I think that'd be that'd be yeah. less interesting um, and yeah. less realistic, probably. Um, right, right. Yeah, it's also uh, true for Mad episodes, and uh, I assume I assume we'll get one along those lines in in uh, this season. Um, and uh, I'm expecting it to be uh, I'm expecting it to be along the lines of the first two because uh, his episodes are ridiculous. Yep. Um, like roller coaster rides, going back and forth between various possibilities, and getting mm-hmm. saved just in time, only to realize it was a few days late. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he usually, I feel like he usually gets beat up. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he usually he, gets like beat some up. some physical violence befalls him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's like suffering. always like it's always people who like don't help him when he needs it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that. Which goes to the suffering. He gets um, screwed over. It's so like someone tries to take advantage of him. Yeah, someone's or... always going to try to take advantage of him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think one day we should go through all the characters and, and figure out their patterns. Because <laughs> <laughs> it seems really apparent now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it, I just watched that. It was crazy, that one where he, like, he... He finally gets the wristband back, but then decides not to take it and to go out in the camp and that was sit great. in the stockade. It's like, what? After all that, you're not even going to take your goddamn wristband? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, what? And then, what, did he do the same thing when, um, oh, maybe that's the same scene. Um, yeah, I think that's the same. I was just thinking, yeah, when they were trying, they were, they were finally able to go in and he's like, no, I'm not going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It was just like after all that, like he goes through this whole odyssey trying to get back in. You know, there's there's that whole actually that character from this episode. You know, he goes to her for money because he needs to pay this guy who like knows a secret way to sneak in. You know, spoiler alert: it's a drain pipe. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not, it's not genius. Yeah, but where is the drain pipe? That's why it's worth money. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. But, yeah, so he goes to get the money. He has to, like, hit this guy with an oar. And, you know, he gets the money. It's not even enough, but he takes it anyway. It's it's weird. And, you know, then he goes in there, and it's, like, pouring down rain. And then he mm-hmm. gets completely, like, washed away yeah. uh, through the thing. And then, so then he goes back to the camp, you know, soaking wet, completely defeated. Then Nora shows up, like, hey, Matt, come on in. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> You know yeah. that's interesting because that's a second attempt at salvation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And what is, and, and what does Matt do? 
So at that point, he 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 does go with her. He mm-hmm. goes he goes back in, and then they uh they have they see uh they see a car wreck um on the side of the road, and so they stop, mm-hmm. and and he realizes it was the guy who stole his wristband. Yeah, and and Mary's wristband and like his kid, and so. He he goes to like grab the wristband, and but the kid's still alive, mm-hmm. and so uh, I guess although he didn't actually say this, but I guess he decides that uh, the kid can have his wristband or something. He gives he gives the dead guy's wristband to Mary, and then he's like, "I'm just gonna go to the camp mm-hmm. and like sit in the stockade thing, like free that guy and just sit up there naked for yeah. however long. That's my thing now." You know, Matt might be the most um, religious guy I've seen depicted on TV, um, and by that I mean um, his his. The way he operates is is what I mean. The way he operates in his world. Because what, what we've just been describing, really, and what I think he would categorize it is, is like a series of tests and him learning what the, the tests are trying to tell him, right? Uh, because I think th- over that saga, he, he assumes the test is telling him he needs to suffer and he needs to pre- prevent others from suffering, right? Yeah. Like he, needs to, he, he needs to have his turn shouldering the burden, right? And if so, and it's but and so the reason I say I feel like he's 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 like re- religious in this context is that is that he's you know the story of Matt it sounds like a biblical story like the you know the things he goes through all of these like trials and tribulations you know and then he and then he le- he tries to learn from what happens and 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 make a different choice you know. So yeah. and and I think that's why it's really interesting to see, you know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. An example of that uh, from season one is that that the, his whole episode in season one ends with the reveal that the guilty remnant took his church. Yeah, and it ends with you know with Matt and and Patty like staring at each other in a face in a face off, and like I remember thinking like, oh shit, it's on now. He's mm-hmm. gonna. what he tries to do next is save the people in the guilty remnant. Like he, he, he puts these posters up, he goes out there to like talk to them and say like, you know, you can, you can come to me. Like, I'll help you. You know, I understand Mm -hmm. what you're going through. And so like, he tries to like, you know, he doesn't go to war with them. He tries to help him, help them in the, in the way that he thinks they need help or whatever. Like that's how Mm -hmm. he responds to their taking his shirt. Yeah, yeah, you know, which is just yeah. Like, he's got a he's got a very uh, noble quality to the way he, um, uh, uh, the way he sort of. God, I, I'm I'm trying to phrase this in a specific way because I think it's very specific how what he's doing, but it's the way he sort of uh, you know um, carries that mantle. You know of what uh, you know. It's it, and it's different than Locke. I mean, it's just, it's like Locke, right? Yeah. Um, but it's but it's different than Locke because he's he's not crying out to the heavens when things go wrong, right? Um, he he like just goes and tries to figure it out head on. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't doubt whatever path he thinks 
Um, right. Even even when like like we talked about last podcast, even when something supernatural happens, he's he's got a self assuredness from his religious point of view that cuts through. You know that the the idea that you know this was the the Christian rapture or whatever. Well, it can't be that because bad people were taken. You know, right. like that's a right, crazy right, right. thing to say. I think uh, I'm sure there'd be a lot of Christians who would be totally fine to consider that the actual rapture. You know, um, yeah, because it's it's a huge supernatural event. You're not getting another chance, right? Yeah. Um, so it, so I, I I really admire that, and I think Christopher Eccleston does such a great job with the character. Um, going through the, the the like crazy roller coaster rides, uh, but yeah, but that's the thing that I really do admire is that he he does try to, in real time, figure out <laughs> what the signs are saying and like make big choices about that. Uh, yeah. based on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's that's definitely the thing. Um, and I hadn't really thought about it that way because I feel like he doesn't even. I, I don't know that he ever states on screen that it's a test or something, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, but I think it's implicit by the way he reacts. Yeah. Because um, that, that's clearly how he was thinking of it. And like, yeah, that's that's why the correct thing was to go was to go to the camp and sit and sit in the stockade like. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That that's what that's what the test was telling him. Yeah, because it's like he's going through his whole day and he's like, "This thing happens. Why am I suffering? This thing happens. Why am I suffering?" And then he finally is like, "Oh, I'm supposed to suffer." Yeah. That's what. Okay, great. Yeah. Just <laughs> then I'm just that. I'm supposed to spend some time suffering now. That's that's the lesson. And and, yeah. and whether or not that is the lesson, right? Is it's subjective to him to to know that. Um, yeah, of course. You know, it's his own point of view. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, but then he he has the wherewithal to be like, and I'm gonna go suffer in this stockade, and you know, prevent someone else from suffering by doing that. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, that reminds me of his whole speech about you know, uh, Nora goes to him and and asks if if Jarden is real, you know, mm-hmm. which like you know, it's a great question. By real, I guess she means like really supernatural or something like that. Is there really something? special about that place that's you know that leads mm-hmm. to it uh not having anyone departed and so on you know and he's like yeah. absolutely because mm-hmm. mary woke up you know the first night we were here yeah so i know a hundred percent that this place is special you know yeah and it's like yeah it's i mean it's not it's not a hundred percent. It's not an objective argument, you know. It's very much like <laughs> no. a personal thing, and that—that's clearly how he sees things. If he—if the signs say it to him, that's enough. Yep. Yep. He doesn't need it to be, you know. He would have actually been great on Lost. Yeah. I know. I know it's like he would have like been he's on the wrong show. Yeah, I'm just saying he he he's he's kind of halfway between Locke and Echo. He's got the religious thing from Echo. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're right. And he's got the the sort of science questy oh, wow. oh, wow. thing of Locke. I didn't make, that, <laughs> I didn't make that connection. You're right. You're right. God, it's like I, I'm picturing Locke and Echo in the in the hatch. Uh, you know, should we press the button or should we not press yeah. the button? And in walks Matt, you know, yeah. like, God, I want to see that scene. <laughs> God, I want to see that, that scene. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, 
I can I can totally see him as a merging of the two characters. Mm-hmm. And it's and yeah, it's it's even another example of of you know. Oh right. So Kevin is <laughs> Kevin is Jack and Desmond. Yeah. Did, did, are we going to crack this whole show and realize what, what Damon Lindelof did? So, so that means Nora, Nora has to be Kate. She's definitely Kate and somebody else. Is it um, Juli- Juliet or uh, um, uh, Nora? Let's see. Uh, Claire, she's got the baby stuff. Right. Uh, Anna Lucia with the anger thing. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, I can't. I can't think. I can't get it. Yeah. Kate and there's uh, yeah, there's definitely Kate there, but I think um, that she's definitely not all Kate. Definitely not all Kate. No, no, for sure. Um, like taking care of someone else's baby, and you know, then like you know regretting it (laughs) that's the most kate thing you can do next to run that's yeah exactly exactly and in a way you know in a way she kind of runs too like if you remember in season one Mm -hmm. at the end before she found the baby she was gonna run that was yep that was her plan oh i think she's definitely got the run the avoidance thing that kate has i think she's definitely part of her kate her kate qualities yeah um for sure yeah they're raising someone else's baby yeah that's that's great that's just a recycled storyline yeah her parents died in a fire she didn't Uh kill them but you know oh wow parents died in a fire tragic past you know is there is there is there stepdad in the military (laughs) (laughs) um has she seen a horse (laughs) she has Uh, seen a horse she has seen a horse. I can confirm that she's seen a horse. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, <laughs> no, she, she referenced Kevin's horse in the first episode. Okay. Uh, though, yeah, okay, that's right. Um, and uh, what else is Kate? Um, has she ever shown up someplace that she was told not to go, but she <laughs> followed anyway and then got caught? I don't think she's done that thing yet. At least not that I can remember. I don't remember anyone telling her, like, don't come here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, just, it just hasn't come up yet. Uh, it, it was kind of fortunate, like, at the end of um, at the end of season two, she's kind of off on her own, um, you know, when, when Kevin's mm-hmm. going off to do the crazy. So she doesn't even get the chance. He even calls her, and he's like, he's like, I think I have a way to get rid of Patty. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's not let's not talk about that right now because if I tell you, then you'll really want to leave me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, hey, if I get rid of her, will you come back? Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh it's not a very it's a quite dysfunctional relationship they have. Uh, it is. Yeah, in this episode when when uh, when oh, Nora man. walks in on Kevin. And he tries to explain, uh, and then she's like, "It's okay." Mm-hmm. And it's like it's the same thing she did when he was sleepwalking, and she yeah. needed to handcuff him. To, she was like, "This is fine. Yeah, I'm okay with this." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's hey. like, 
it's on the one hand like very respectable and on the other hand like a symptom of her own issues yeah definitely. that she's willing to easily put up with things like that yeah um uh so it's yeah it's great it's crazy She's like, oh, you're doing we- – you have weird behavior? Listen, I have weird behavior too. That's totally fine. Yeah. yeah Which yeah, I think yeah, is yeah. Why, they work, why they work as a couple. <laughs> uh, definitely. Definitely. Um, but, yeah, there's uh, – but there's still issues. No question. Mm-hmm. Still I mean, issues. you can tell that by the end. Things get uh, – things get very weird towards the end. So should we go through oh. – more of the episode. Uh, I feel like we went on a tangent. Uh, yeah, we kind of did. Um, yeah, so um, let's see. Uh, I guess just uh, like very broadly, um, the the first part of the episode is about the Pillar Man, who I guess we see it right at the beginning, kind of collapse. Um, so we see it happen, but I guess uh, the, you know not everyone saw what happened. So. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, his, his wife, who, who turns out to be the, the woman from the camp that was, you know, that gave Matt the money that I talked about earlier. Anyway, she, um, claims he departed and, uh, uh, you know, Nora doesn't really believe it. And then she kind of investigates and, you know, she basically finds out that Matt was in on covering it up and, mm-hmm. you know, um, Oh man! <laughs> exactly. Uh, so um, yeah, so that, I mean, that's basically what happens in the first part of the episode. You you know you you find out you find out what happened, even though you already knew. It's a little weird. Like I was kind of confused by that whole segment. Like, you, you see it happen at the beginning, but then you see her, like, kind of investigating. Yeah, so I thought that was actually really surprising that they decided to disabuse us of the speculation about what actually happened by yeah. by giving us objective proof. I think nine times out of ten, that's not what they do. Um, they could have easily just let us be, like, the characters on the show and not know objectively what happened and spend the whole episode speculating about, did he depart? Or didn't you know repeat the EV disappearance thing? Right? Did he depart, or did or did did something else happen? Right, uh, right. And right. that would have been fun. <laughs> yeah. And I'm really surprised they didn't let us do that. I'm really surprised that the first scene, just you you don't even get a scene to speculate. The first right. scene gives you the answer. Right. So I, I don't know. I thought I, I thought that was really unique uh, choice uh, because like because this was a, a it, this would have been a Lindelof shuffle. You know, yeah, um, but it wasn't because at the top is like, nope, it uh, he had a heart attack and he fell off the thing, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe they just didn't want to do it again since it would it would sort of end up being the same kind of thing. But it's only know? for one episode. So I felt like, yeah, that's true. you know, and, and it was and it's different because you have. Well, I guess. You you know, and here they had people say, "Oh, I saw them depart," mm-hmm. which I thought was just an example of you know uh, how people's eyewitness testimony is never accurate, um, right? Or not that's not what's true. <laughs> uh, reliable, <laughs> just, let's say it's 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 not always reliable, not never accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> I would. I just. I just ruined the criminal justice system. You ruined like, like was... everything. Actually, 
actually. Yeah. Because, uh, oh, right. I, I ruined science. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I ruined art. You ruined journalism. You ru- I yeah. mean, oh, man. Wow. I didn't know you could ruin so much with one statement. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. I think you ruined, like, oh, the knowledge oh. itself. Wait, let me go back for my joke. I didn't, know you, I didn't know you could ruin so much with just one statement. Who am I, Donald Trump? Oh! Wow, look at that. Boom, political comedy. Ouch. Um, so I had to set it up again, which hurt the timing. But, Sorry um, about that. I didn't know a joke was coming. It wasn't in my script. Right? Read the script. Turn the page eight. Oh, oh, it's not... It's double sided. It's on. Oh, it's on this page. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was looking at page five. The the fact that you have the paper prop ready (laughs) for this foley effect you're doing, because the real bit is that we don't have paper, but you have paper to make it seem like we have a script, but we don't, and that's the real bit. It's layers. It's the Inception uh, <laughs> level jokes here. Wow. Yeah. It's getting it's getting complicated. The fanboys like, are going to love it. Listen to my script. <laughs> <laughs> paper, paper. Um, sorry, what were you saying? Um, I don't know. I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? The pillar guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like... Uh, I feel like this thing was, um, to me, it just, it felt like, um, what was that thing from the first episode? Um, uh, who died in the first episode? Uh, (laughs) I forgot already. Oh, I'm losing it. Um, uh, who died in the first uh, episode? Dean. It it reminded me of Dean because it, it felt like. Uh, and you know, by the end they're leaving for Australia, it, it sort of felt like, you know, uh, we're, we're starting to like close the book on Jarden. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, let's, let's kind of, uh, give a final thing for some of these, uh, some of these Jarden people. Are you saying they're going to be Jardun? <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> Sorry, that was so stupid. I had to say it. They're going to be Jardun. <laughs> All right, we're done. Whoever is the funniest person on that film set said it. Said that, I'm sure. I'm sure. They, they, they wouldn't have been able to let that pass them by. <laughs> hey, guys, gather around. I just want to say we're Jardun. <laughs> we're Jardun. And then he got fired. <laughs> He never worked in that town again. <laughs> Damon's like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, anyway. Sorry, you're uh, making a point? You know, just like, um, uh, you know, the thing that TV shows do at the end, you know, they, they whatever running things they've had, they give them a final moment or a final, some closure you know, and uh, the Pillar Man wasn't like a big thing on the show, but you know he's been hanging around the background since um, you know season two, since we first saw Jarden. So um, you know he sent a letter to the guy in Australia. So you know he seemed to see Patty. Virgil confirmed that he came to see him. So you know, 
there was mm-hmm. there was stuff going on with that character. Um, they they gave him a few uh, details, and so it just it kind of felt to me like you know it was an opportunity to do something with Nora's character, but also um, you know basically get rid of this this guy, mm-hmm. you know, so that we're not we're not wondering it's you know but what about the guy on the pillar you know what's he up to yeah what is why is it why isn't michael giving him food anymore yeah 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 exactly (laughs) yeah is that still a thing (laughs) yeah when they were like oh he he was friends with michael i'm like oh yeah the food thing i forgot i forgot he even did that he did that at the beginning of the season um Mm -hmm. yeah he does that all the time, like it's yeah. I don't think so. Much. I think he did that once, and okay. that was like it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Sorry, did you finish your thought? Yeah, yeah, pretty much, oh. pretty much. Like, like it's it's kind of it's kind of functional. Mm-hmm. This, this plot line. Yeah, I agree. I was just gonna say, I was just thinking, like, okay, like I just said, okay, why would they disabuse us of the the shuffle? You know, like why mm-hmm. not let us just wonder until they say it later? Well, maybe this is an example of you know kind of what not to do like um you know don't speculate like these characters are um right you know because it, it's gonna it, it can have a very simple real world real world answer you know and so it's kind of maybe like a reminder of like the lesson we learned from the whole evie disappearance uh right. maybe so maybe in that context it's a you know maybe prepping us for another big shuffle you know another big yeah uh supernatural question that might be posed and uh we'll have to wonder you know is it is it real right or is it jargon right Right. (laughs) god yeah i mean they definitely did that if you watch season two you can see that they are there are several hints uh that that they didn't depart um, mm-hmm. if you know to look for them, I mean, the problem is when you're watching it the first time, you don't know, <laughs> Yeah. you don't know to look for stuff like that. You don't, you're just kind of wrapped up in the mystery. Um, and, uh, I, I think, I think now that's a good point. Uh, and it very well could be that it could be one of those things where you go back and you say, Oh, that's what they were trying to tell us with that. Mm-hmm. And, and I didn't pick it up at the time. So Yeah. That's a, that's a good point. That that could be true. Well, thank you. I'm done now. <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the podcast is all you. <laughs> I made one good point. I'm done. That's more than my quote. Yeah, I was just thinking of it as kind of checking the box, you know. But I but I think um, if it if it does more than that, then then it's you know then that's that's a bit of a better justification mm-hmm. for for spending this much time on it. Because I think that was one thing I was thinking during this episode at certain moments. Um, this is, I think this is a problem. I mean, I guess it's a problem with any show ending, but it's especially a problem when a show ends with a very short season. Yeah. Every moment they spend, it's like... It's you're, huge, yeah. You're spending yeah. the end of the season on this? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know? Um, and, not and, just the end of this. Yeah, not just the season, but the whole show. Yeah. The show. So it's the show, double. The the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this is really like, are you sure? Like it's just uh, so I, that, that, that's kind of how I was feeling about that. It's sort of like, okay, fine, I guess he deserves his moment, but is this really worth it? I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, I maybe kind of wish 
They spent the time doing something else because I don't really care. Well, that it's much also, about I mean, but you also have to factor in the the value they got out of how it affects the other characters, you know. True. So That's it's a good jumping stuff. off point for whole uh, Nora's whole thing and yeah. and what she has to say about you know uh, that whole idea of more people departing and um, you know I right. think I think it was on that podcast too with Damon um, where he mentioned. Um, um, I just ah, oh, what did he say about Nora? He was talking about how Nora's how Nora feels about being uh, um, having so many family members depart, and now I'm forgetting the context, but it, about her being jealous of other people who, um, oh maybe that was the Erica thing. Sorry, guys, I'm, I'm misremembering this podcast. Maybe that's why she threw the rock was because. Yeah, now I forget. Just go listen to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to listen Sorry. to it. Sorry, I, I listened to it today and like once and I forgot. But anyway, there was a point on the podcast at some point <laughs> where he talked about Nora being jealous of other people who get sympathy. And I right. thought that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you see that with this lady, with her, the idea of her husband departing. 100%, yeah. Yeah, and then, then Nora does something, like, quasi-violent to her about it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, fuck that. You don't get that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, which is an interesting thing. Yeah. But it, and, but but that, that, that fuck that, fuck you, comes from her grief, you know? It's yeah. weird to... Well, it's not weird. It's human nature. But it's, uh, it's, sorry, reel that back in. Um, <laughs> Maybe human nature is weird. Yeah, but it's not, I don't mean weird as in, you know, it's yeah. uh, it's obviously common. So how, right. can it be weird if it's common? I guess it can. I don't know. Commonly weird. I don't know. Yeah, Commonly you're right. weird. You're right. It shouldn't be. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying stuff. It's, yeah, that's not it. That's not a thing. Nothing? All right, good. No. <laughs> uh, I'm going to erase that. I wrote it down. I'm going to erase it. That's like um, perfectly imperfect or something. Doesn't really doesn't really make sense. Yeah, but somehow you know what you mean. I know. Well, there you go. That's why language sucks. Yeah, or that's why it's great. Oh, <laughs> see, there you go. There you go. It's both and. <laughs> it's a both and. It's a both and. Yeah, don't forget the both ands. Can't have a both and. Um. All right, so do you want to move on to the next thing? Yeah, yeah. let's move on, clearly. So, um, yeah, we have a follow-up scene where they get they like get his stuff from the pillar, um, and then... Um, <laughs> they pillage his pillar? They pillage his pillar. Nice. <laughs> 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 That's, well, as many puns as we can fit in. <laughs> Some might call that pillarage. <laughs> <laughs> they would be weird if they did that. But it some might. Uh, but I think they. I think they should. It's a good one. <laughs> Somebody's got to say it. Someone should do that. What is pillage if not pillaging a pillar? Uh, so then uh, Nora gets her cast off, uh, and we basically find out that she slammed her own arm in a car door, and uh, mm-hmm. we're left wondering why she would do that. No, are you crazy, uh, girl? We might get more on that later. Yeah, it's like I should have. I, I 
when they said that, I was like, I should have expected it was something weird like that. Well, it's like you're with the gun in season one, 100%. shooting yourself. It's yes. just another version of this thing. She's gotta, and that's why Self- she's so sympathetic with Kevin. Yeah, is, uh, is she's gotta feel pain um, uh, for some reason, which I'm I'm not quite sure. I'm still rewatching season one. Maybe she'll explain it by the end. Um, but, uh, oh, the bullet thing? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if that got a clear explanation. I mean, aside mm-hmm. from the sort of loose one of, you know, the, the grief, but... Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, in this case, the arm has a very concrete explanation. Um, very straightforward explanation, let's say. Yes, yeah, the um, tattoo. Which the I tattoo. was really, I was really yeah. confused by her explanation. Uh, that scene confused me because she's like, "It's a confusing explanation." She's like, "You want to know why? You want to know? <laughs> you want to know? I had <laughs> what did she? Say? She want to know how I broke my arm?" And then she's like, "I got a tattoo." I was like, "What?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm like, "Wait, okay. Oh, so you got a tattoo? So you could have a so you could have a cast? So no one mm-hmm. would see the tattoo? So you broke your arm to have an excuse for a cast? So no, so you could cover up the tattoo?" Was that mm-hmm. what it was? And then she keeps talking, and I'm like, oh, but you had a tattoo, but not this tattoo, you had another tattoo. A different one, of course. And then you covered up with that, but then, yeah. but then why'd you break your arm? To cover up with the, like, so what actually happened? <laughs> well, we haven't gotten there yet, Do you, but do you want to... Oh, I'm sorry, we're going in order? Okay. I mean, we don't have to, but... Do, yeah, do let's, let's, to let's, yeah. yeah, let's just talk about it. Okay, so I think, if I remember right... Uh, <laughs> and I'm just, uh, confirming with my recap here. Um, uh, so, uh, <laughs> right. So she, she broke her arm. Okay. Here's what happened. Are you ready? So the first thing she did was she got, she got a tattoo with her kids' names. Okay. Right. The kids who departed. Yep. The second thing she did was I guess like while she was getting it done, mm-hmm. she decided like no, that's a bad Oops. idea because then like people are gonna ask about the kids and then I'm gonna have to think about the kids and it's gonna make me sad and it's horrible. It's a horrible idea. Yeah, because I it I did I don't want to remember the kids. That's why I got it tattooed on my arm. Right, <laughs> I know. You know. <laughs> Because, you know, Memento was a, about a movie a guy where a guy tattooed things he wanted to forget on his body, right? Is that how it works, Nora? No, Nora. That's not how it works. That's why you have a Wu-Tang band she, tattoo. So, a Wu-Tang band. So, she, <laughs> so she, uh, yeah, she pointed to the, the Wu-Tang symbol to, to get that tattooed over it. And so, so then she had this Wu-Tang tattoo and that's when, uh, but then like, she, she, she couldn't stand seeing the Wu-Tang tattoo. I can't go home with a Wu-Tang tattoo. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, Nora, you have a bad day. So then she decided to break her arm to cover it. Wow. Grief is real, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, it's, that's it's craziness. Ridiculous. It's craziness, and that all happened within like the space of like thirty minutes or yeah. something. Yeah, she yeah, got, yeah. Two, she got two tattoos and broke her arm. Yeah, I love yeah. that she broke her arm. 
she like she she was very efficient in her pain management. So you know, you know, she broke her arm as she was in the hospital parking lot. Mm-hmm. Like you know, not before, not right, at the right. not at the tattoo place. You know, yeah. I, I'm just gonna do it right when I get there, right where I need to be to get the help. Yeah, yeah. I hope that guy in the window's not looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, yeah. That's, oh jeez, uh, yeah. What a crazy, so embarrassing. Uh, so embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, Nora. Jeez, and this is good, Nora, right? Like she's relatively well adjusted now. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared this to episode, season one, definitely. Yeah, I mean, this episode, this was her episode, so she was it was dramatic, but yeah. Um, generally, it seems like she's kind of okay. Um, definitely yeah, much more a... okay than before but yeah mm-hmm. um, but that's not that's still not that great in certain ways <laughs> I mean, so she's gone up but it's still lower than most people yeah exactly I mean that saga is completely ridiculous I mean I, I again I keep saying ridiculous I feel like I'm plugging the episode or something it's it's like like you said Nora's a bit ridiculous in this episode mm-hmm. um, so okay uh, so do you want to go back now? Uh, pick up where we left off. We got to go back in time. In time, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, so let's see. Uh, where were we next? Um, uh, right. So okay. So after uh, right after she gets a cast off, that's when. Um, uh, uh, that's when she gets a call from mm-hmm. uh, Mark Lynn Baker. Everyone remembers Larry from Perfect Strangers. Of course, if you watch the show, you know that uh, he faked his own departure because the rest of the cast of Perfect Strangers departed, mm-hmm. but he didn't. Yeah, he felt left out. So he, uh, yeah, so he faked his own departure. And we found out about that in season two, which should have mm-hmm. been a clue. But it wasn't because it was too fucking weird. I still yep. can't believe they did that. <laughs> yep. And well, now, and now <laughs> they do this. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I thought it was great. I thought they they really they really really covered themselves in terms of it just being something that seems weird and frivolous to write and to be oh perfect strange that seems weird and kitschy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But like the the when he said when he said. You know, four cast members, three disappear, and one doesn't. I'm like, oh, he's just like Nora. He's in the, her yeah. exact same situation. And I was like, oh wow, that that kind of covered them. I think in a way of like why this even makes it, you know it made it made more sense that these two would come in contact with each other because they had you know very similar same problem uh, of the exact same number of people being departed, the same number of mm-hmm. you know the same odds against that probability it, you know. thing yeah yeah totally. which i gotta say the pro- that seems like a really low probability to me i i i when when they asked the question at first i, I thought it would be higher that'd be one in you know a million or something really really high um or i guess one hundred twenty-eight thousand. uh yeah so i mean i guess i guess you have a uh i guess you have a two percent chance of departing mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about this after the episode to see if that number made sense so you, yeah, right. uh, if you have a two percent chance of departing, um, then I guess uh, uh, um, the the odds that 
the odds that three people, three given people would depart would be like, you know, two, two over a hundred times two over a hundred times two over a hundred. So, so I think a hundred times a hundred times a hundred is, um, uh, let me get it right. Is, is, is a hundred thousand, something like that. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I, so I think that's, I think that's where you get that number from. Like I, I yeah, guess, yeah. I guess my point is the likelihood of departure wasn't was actually kind of high. It's two percent. I mean, that's a kind of a high number. So that's why it's kind of a high number for three well, people. Well, and, and and I guess that's what's interesting is the 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 percentage of people who departed is the same <laughs> as the likelihood to of uh, being departed, right? Um, which doesn't necessarily have to be true. Right. Um, so I thought, I think that's why I thought that number was low was because I thought, well, yeah, 2% of the people got departed, but the odds of being departed somehow are really, really astronomical. Like, like, I guess I thought you would factor in, well, I guess you do fact, you just take 2% of 7 billion or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that does make sense. Oh, wait, it's a million. It's a million. Hold on. All right. Stop the presses. Stop the presses. All right. Did they say 2% or 3%? Yeah. I guess it, it matters. Okay. So if it's 2%, then it really should be. <laughs> it really should be something more like. Something more like 1 in. Oh, no, no, no. Not 2. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I'm about to solve this. Sorry. Sorry. Hold on while I do math. Uh, holding uh here we go just using calculator okay uh so what's what's a million here's <laughs> here's the question what's a million divided by eight a hundred and twenty five thousand there it is there it is that what is it. what what did you do can that you explain to us what you did oh okay sorry sorry okay so what like, did you discover so like i said basically uh the way you find the odds is it's two percent for each person and then you multiply it by three assuming it's independent that you know whether the people depart or not uh, mm -hmm. which may not be true but if you assume that then uh then you just do two over 100 times two over 100 times two over 100 so you get eight over a million which is equal to 1 over 125,000 if you do the fraction mm -hmm. conversion there. So that's that's where the odds come from. Okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still feel like that that isn't ne that doesn't necessarily have to be true, right? Um, I mean not not that, that the math isn't true, but um, because I guess that's the odds that any three people would depart, right? Yeah. Because I guess my point is... Including, <laughs> including those three. Including you know? those three. But I, but I always got the, the... I thought the subtext was that there was an increased probability in terms of proximity, right? Right. So, yeah. It's, I mean, I would say it's, it's the odds assuming that's not true, right? Assuming... Right. And that's why I thought it would be so much higher because I thought these people are special... Not that they just knew three people who disappeared, um, or you know what I mean, or related yeah. to three people who disappeared, but that they were in proximity to three people who disappeared, and one didn't, you know, 
Whereas in, you know, because we talked about this in the last podcast, I think about about like uh, population distribution and density. Yeah. And like, is it some kind of randomness? And that, you know, it, you know, if you had a group of 100 people packed in a small area, you know, would would more people get taken or the same number of people right. if you had them spread out? over a large, large area, you know, like that kind of right. thing. But so, yeah, so your math makes sense because it explains that what they're talking about is just yeah. the raw, what they can assume just is true. Just thinking every person, like not thinking about where they are, but just putting everyone in the same group and just saying like, well, this many people were taken, so the likelihood mm-hmm. that you get taken is 1 in 50. And so, you know. Now, from there, you can do the math and figure out the odds for any one person, how many people they knew got taken. And that would be very high, right? Presumably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I mean, based on, uh, yeah, I mean, based on the, the number of people they knew, um, it, it, would, it would be a very small probability that they didn't know someone who got departed, which I guess is the Jardin thing. Yeah, that's on that end of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And then Nora's on the other end of the spectrum where she's someone who knows all, several people who got departed. Because, yeah, basically, if you, know, if you know 50 people, one of them should have departed. Mm-hmm. You know, on average. Yeah, and then Nora would be way above that average. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I hope people came for math. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I hope they were like... I'm in the mood for some leftovers related math. I, I was uh, really thinking about the because they've said that probability <laughs> multiple times on the show, and, mm-hmm. and I was really thinking about if it if it actually makes sense with the two percent thing, and it does. The mm-hmm. the math works, so you know, hey, <laughs> hey, good on you, leftovers. I, I give I give them credit. I give them credit. I thought it was gonna end up being wrong, but no, no, that's what that's what lost is for. <laughs> <laughs> we all saw that rocket experiment it doesn't make sense yeah 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 so i mean basically we've transitioned uh to the uh to the scene where she where she goes to see him in st louis yeah um uh and uh you know and, and and at that point he um he he reveals to her that um that how shall i put this he reveals to her that some scientists uh mm-hmm. built a machine <laughs> this this is starting to sound ridiculous uh again ridiculous. why uh, don't be departure machine let's say like basically they they studied the places where uh, the departures happened and, and somehow determined that certain kinds of radiation were found there. Not that any of this really matters, but basically they, they uh, figured out a way to kind of simulate those conditions by blasting radiation at people. And so I, I mm-hmm. guess the idea is that they're selling the ability to get um, uh, a technologically aided departure you know, mm-hmm. you, you pay them and then they'll zap you. You mean uh, you mean the tap? The tap, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can't sell it if it doesn't have a catchy name. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, uh, so basically, that's um, 
uh, basically that's the pitch. Um, you should uh, y- you should do this. Mm-hmm. You know because uh, because you your your whole family departed. Don't you want to know what happened to them and so on? You know it reminds me a little bit of that that movie, um, The Vanishing. Mm. You know, like uh, the idea, like you should go through what they went through. You know, like you yeah, recreate it to get recreate to where they're going. their yeah. yeah what the and then yeah, it's gonna be really disappointing if you just die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like that's it. <laughs> like they all just kind of died and disappeared somehow. That's it. Is that the ending of the movie? <laughs> well, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so this pitch is interesting. I'm kind of looking at the scene again. Um, yeah, I, I I found this super interesting. You know, it it reminds me of those scenes in Lost where it gets really sci-fi, yeah. um, and it's great. Um, remember Metalos and all that stuff? Oh and, yeah. And uh, we're gonna cure this, whatever. And uh-huh. um, yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember in the scene why does why do they want her to go, or why do they think she wants to go? Uh, because of her family. But I mean, why her? Are, are they? They're not charging her for this, right? Yeah, I, like mean, I she, don't. She has to pay. Oh, did they say it cost? Yeah, yeah. Well, at the end, uh, when she gets a call, they say bring twenty thousand dollars to. Oh, to that's Australia. right. That's sorry. So it wasn't in this scene, but it was later. It was later. I, yeah. I just couldn't. I couldn't remember off the top of my head. Like, uh, I don't think it's. I don't think it's supposed to be free. Yeah, I thought it was like, oh, I'm I'm confusing myself of what I thought in the scene at the beginning. I thought it was uh, like, oh, they're going to her because she lost so many people and the, this thing will work better because she's got more. Of, I went crazy with it. I was in like three seconds. I was like, oh, right. it's her because because you know she's got she's a lens. No, no, she's a lens. But you yeah. know, uh, right, she's got right. this strong will and connection to the event, and it'll the odds are be better if it's her. You know, because right. this thing might not work or whatever. Right. But that. Is not what happened in the scene, so I'm gonna forget that. Okay. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, it's a weird scene. It definitely gave me the same vibe as the the stuff from uh, season two with the scientists. Um, just the idea, introducing the idea, which is very logical of like trying to study the departure from a mm-hmm. more rational scientific perspective. Um, but of course, in this case, they've gone rogue, you know, because they were they were you know, they wanted to experiment on humans. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's definitely an interesting idea, and he he ends up uh, giving her the um, these like messages that they recorded, I guess, before they went through the procedure to, I guess, to 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 verify that they agreed to do it. They weren't forced mm-hmm. into doing it and so on. They were healthy and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so, like, Nora watches those. And, like, it's just, it's, like, the whole thing's a little weird because, like, you know, imagine a product where after you use it. By the way, everything you, you're about to say is exactly what I want to say right now. <laughs> <laughs> About that, uh, you're, yeah, I'm just gonna let you say exactly what I want to say. 
<laughs> yeah, so you can add, I mean, you might have some extra thing. But basically, like, imagine a product where if you use it, you disappear. You know, mm-hmm. who is got who, it. Who is gonna be uh who's gonna be a spokesperson for that product, you know? Cast for like, the friendly ghost. It's like I mean Marklin Baker is selling it, but it's like you haven't fucking used it. You don't actually know what happens. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he gives these testimonials and they're like, I agree to do this. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you agree to do this. Mm-hmm. I want to hear what happened after you do it, not mm-hmm. not what you said before. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, fucking I, matter what I you felt, said. Before. I found that scene completely baffling. Those tapes did not prove the entire point of their existence. Um, they proved the whole nothing. point. They proved nothing. All it proved was they had customers. It didn't prove that yeah. the product worked. It because I, I, I was, I was would, watching. Would use it, but I was watching the scene going. Did the people go go there and come back and they recorded the testimony? I don't understand how because that's the only way it can be valid. Is if yeah. they, they they have some sort of proof or or knowledge that the product worked. But yeah, it was weird just to get. Here's a bunch of because all he basically said is, "Listen, I got a con. I'm trying to con you. Yeah. Here's a bunch of other people I conned. I recorded the con, and I recorded them saying they agree to for me to con them. Here's here's that. You know, and it, yeah. it's like that doesn't prove anything. Yeah, I thought it was really weird. Yeah, and like I was waiting for the other shoe to drop in terms of you know in season two. Eventually, she's like, okay, what's you know what's happening? And they're like, well." You've been possessed by the demon Azrael, and you know he needed to find a human <laughs> vessel. And she's yep, like, "Oh, yep. oh, right," and then hangs up on them, you mm-hmm. know, because it's like, "Oh, it's that," you know, because I. Uh, so I was expecting something like that to happen, you know, that it would yeah. be that it would be like, "Oh, this is just complete bullshit," you know. Yeah. Uh, it didn't quite go that far, but it did. It there was no proof that it worked either, because like I don't think they can prove that it worked. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think they have a way. I was trying to think about it. You know, I was thinking about Stranger Things. I was thinking about, like, tying a rope to somebody. <laughs> you know? like, maybe, Are you talking about Stargate? <laughs> maybe, maybe if you tie a rope. Does that happen in Stargate? Yeah. You tie, you tie a rope, and then you throw them into the, into the departure world, and then, like, pull them back. <laughs> Yep. And see if they know, you know, or you give them a, a tracking device. Like a or... cell phone, GPS. See if they have, yeah. can you hear me now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give a walkie-talkie. Give them something, you know, that they can, that they can, like, that you can well, track listen, them. The first thing they do in every sci-fi movie or TV show is they send a robot through it. Come on. Send a and... robot. And you see if you get any video feed, and most of the time you do for no apparent reason. And then you can see what's on the other side. Guys, I I I want to be confident in this, and I'm not, only because I, I think it'd be cool if they did it. But I don't think they're going to do this, which is my point, and is uh, to have the other world be there for real, you know? Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, these people who are getting zapped, I thought it was really strange, his whole pitch. Like, it started out, like, normal and, like, measured, and he talked about the science, yeah. Um, but then when he was, but and I and I thought it was, you know, but the, but then the way he described the scientist and what they were doing, I thought it was weird because they just concluded that if we zap someone with the same level of this radiation, it'll do the exact same thing. Yeah, that's and the, 
Like, do you Not know? I mean, they're the ones who know how many factors are involved in in yeah. that that whole situation. I mean, atmospheric pressure, the, the bacteria, anything in the room, any yeah. molecules in the room, like any everything, the position of the, the sun. The radiation might just I be mean, a side effect. I mean, it, there's no exactly. reason why it has to be there's the no, thing that causes yep, it. Yep, yep, and there's no reason that there's nothing that says. Zapping people with radiation is what, and that's what I thought was weird too. Is they didn't find the source of the event; they found this remnant of the event, perhaps a guilty remnant. Uh -oh. A radiation? Are you guilty radiation? No, sorry. <laughs> As radiation is standing in the corner, smoking, wearing white, smoking. <laughs> right, Your paint right, doesn't matter. Writes on a, writes on a, yeah, writes that on a notepad. Um. But yeah, so I thought I thought that whole thing was weird. Um, uh, that that they just they just made the leap from hey it works. Yeah. <laughs> when it's like yeah guys, I think there's way more science to do here. Um, yeah. Yeah. Before you start before you start telling people, you can send them to this place um, without even knowing if it's a place worth going to. That was the other thing I thought was strange right. and left left out of the pitch because I thought he was going to say people came back and like you know this is a secret thing and we're you know. But but like Nora special, so we haven't sent a lot of people through. But like you know what I mean. So it's not like a widespread secret that's out there. But but um, you know like um, like contact or something you know uh, where they're building that the Stark the mach uh, alien machine thing. But then yeah. they have like a separate secret one you know. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I thought that I thought that whole thing was weird. It didn't make sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that that's the point I was trying to make with like the 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 movie thing, like that that there's there's no reason to assume that the the place where the departure people went is a is a great place to go to. Yep, it could be literal hell. It could be literal hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's you know, mm -hmm. I mean, for all they know, and it's like, and the hotel. Don't hope in the hotel. I think, and you know, I'll confirm when I get there. I believe that no one in the hotel actually departed. I think all the people in the hotel, mm -hmm. you know, died. That's what we were, yeah, that's what we talked about at the time. Yeah. So, so it, you know, it's, they're not going to the hotel. They're not going there. At the there. very least. Even if it exists, that's not the place where they went. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it's, the whole thing is so flimsy. It's like, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm really not trying to like, <laughs> are you saying this this uh far-fetched scheme from uh mark lynn baker is <laughs> from perfect strangers fame is not quite passing the mustard i am and i'm not i feel like i'm i'm artificially using the episode title too much but like it really is <laughs> like it's absurd i need another word there but like mm -hmm. yeah exactly i mean you're right the the, the way it's even pitched the the context there is is already oh you know that's funny we were, we were just sorry we were just saying about about that whole thing with the uh pillar man uh being an example of maybe what not to do and the title is telling us don't be ridiculous did we say that before don't be ridiculous mm -hmm. like as them just telling the audience to not think ridiculously oh yeah, yeah, that's interesting. And, and the that. first scene is is tell, is showing us why we shouldn't think ridiculously because right, hey, right. don't be ridiculous. This is what happened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something to think about. That's interesting. Yeah. 
Um, so, uh, so you ready to go to the next thing? Yep. Okay. So I, I just want to point out like one, one running thing in this episode, it's not just here. Uh, but a, a couple of times Nora is unable to use touch screens and mm-hmm. then, oh, yeah. uh, then she has trouble with the ticket machine. Yeah. Um, is that, is that a thing? Like I, again, like I don't want to be ridiculous, but mm-hmm. you know, like, like, is that going somewhere? Is that just, was that just business to give her like more stuff to get frustrated about? Honestly, I, I think it's, I think it's, yes, I think it's that. I think it's, it's her version of Matt's saga, you know, when Matt has this like quest he's going on and he has all these like obstacles in his way. I think that was her version of that. Um, of just basically random things that happen that annoy people and how it, you know, can uh, affect whatever else they're going through, you know? Right. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, it, get, it was opportunities to uh, show her character, you know, the whole thing when the the, the flight attendant or the um, airline employee was like, hey, just press, you know, with kids. Who cares? You're, you know, doesn't matter. Right, right, Who cares right. about these things? No one if checks these things. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and Nora's like, no, I'm not going to do that, you know? Yeah. Uh, I thought that was interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was, I don't think it really says anything. Like, again, I don't think she's a lens unless. Yeah. Gonna, like, I started wondering. We're going to bring that back. Like she's, she's having some weird, like, her, she's, she's phasing out or I don't know. Well, it'd be know, weird. Like, it'd be pretty late, right? To, like, have this start happening, I think. It would that would seem pretty late, right? Yeah. Like, what would precipitate this change in her behavior with technology this one day? You know, right, unless right. it was like, oh, if you know, if they, I mean, there's things they could they could kind of say that might could make a connection, but I don't really I don't really see it. I think it was kind of a one off thing. Well, okay. you know, next episode, you know, if they have a problem when she gets to the airport, next episode right. in Australia, you know, yeah. Um, but I, I doubt then it. I, I think it was just. I think it was just. Nora versus technology this episode. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's what was weird for me is it, how consistent those problems were. But, I mean, that could just be a writing thing. It, it seems likely that you're right, that it's just that. But I think, yeah, we'll know We'll know if they if they put another scene about it in the next episode. Mm-hmm. If, that's, if that's something we're actually supposed to pay attention to or if it's just, yeah, it's just part of her, you know, struggle. I like that you were thinking she was phasing out of reality. <laughs> that's uh, that's something that I would uh, that I would think of. So um, good job. I don't want to be ridiculous, but like <laughs> I was trying to understand why the touchscreen wouldn't acknowledge. Although I guess it didn't work for the the the, the woman at the airport either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't be so, ridiculous. So it's sort of like, well, then it's not just nor you know if she was able yeah. to do it. That then it would seem different. Uh-huh. So, yeah. and, and I and in that moment you I think that's I what's was, gonna happen, right? Like I did. when she when she goes to use it, you think, oh, it's gonna it's gonna work, and it's like, no, it doesn't work because yeah. this is just what happens sometimes, Don't guys. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yep. Okay. And then what what were I'm the other things? Now. What was the other th- the other there was, so there, uh, there was the GPS in the car, 
Okay, and yeah. Then, uh, which was also a touchscreen. No one, no one to confirm that the touchscreen uh, didn't work for them too. But eh, again, don't be ridiculous. And yeah. then the last thing was the uh, the ticket machine at the parking uh, garage thing. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't take her ticket, which is, I mean, that's just too weird. That can't possibly have a real world explanation. No, no, that never happens in real life. The odds <laughs> of a ticket never machine. The odds of a ticket machine not taking a ticket? <laughs> One in 128,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Like, the more I think about it, the more it's like, okay, that, that can't be a big thing. There's no way. No. There's just no. no way. But it did It did hit me at the time, but that's my fault. That's on now, me. Now, it's funny when you go, right? It's on you exactly. It's because of what you did, okay? Mm-hmm. It, it, it reminds me of a lesson uh, with Lost, right? Like, it, it, you know, yeah. because Nora could decide to place meaning on these encounters with technology. Right. And she could say, oh, I don't know. I'm cursed. Right. <laughs> Right. You know, and then go and go around and feel like she's cursed because uh, technology is acting weird today. Nora no. cursed, if you will. Oh, Jesus. You just <laughs> want 100 points. <laughs> I have to take like a lot of the points away because that's actually in the episode. But <laughs> Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> but it seemed like the right time. Yeah. No, I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Nora cursed. Nora yeah. Cursed. It is sitting right there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, so so the next thing um, is... By the way, caveat oh. is, for us recording this podcast, is, uh, we're tr- you know, this time we were trying to record very soon after the episode aired, so we've only seen it once. That's yeah. why we can't remember half a thing that's happened, because <laughs> we only watched it once, like, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but hey, you know, it's it's current... Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. the, that's the upside. What it's it current, lacks, but we remember nothing. What it lacks in uh, in our memorization of the episode, it makes up for. You fill in, in the rest. In in its in its what's the word urgency? <laughs> urgency, yes. It's very urgent. Very urgent. I that was not the word I wanted, but anyway, I can't. That wasn't the word, the word I wanted word. either. Yeah, yeah. I, I want a word for like what's a word for like really important right now? Seems like urgent <laughs> was the one. Anyway, uh-huh. I don't know. I, I don't know. Let me think. And so I can think of one word that starts with the letter U. Uh, <laughs> what's the word for urgent? When you know when something's like really urgent, what do you? How do you say that? What are your top ten synonyms for urgent? Um, oh god great let us know yeah let us know please write us <laughs> lost uh, at gmail.com um, no no actually actually this is mr podcast um, oh yeah right why don't well, you email us at claude and justin at gmail.com there you go claude and justin at gmail.com that's more appropriate thank you yeah or uh, email us at the lost lowdown if at gmail.com if you have some lost lowdown Oh yeah, there you Synonyms. go. Perfect. Um, pressing, pressing, pressing. Yep. That's 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 a uh, that's a synonym. Anyway. <laughs> yep. Okay. Okay. That's uh, you know, that's good. That's good. Good enough, right? All right. Are you ready for the next thing? Oh yeah, I'm already ready. You've, you've been ready, right? So the, in the next scene, we go to Kentucky, 
what could we possibly be doing in Kentucky? Uh, it turns out that I guess that's where the baby ended up, who's not a baby anymore. No. Um, she's like, I don't know, four or five or something like that. Um, mm-hmm. And Probably more like three or four. Okay, three or four. I'm not good with ages. Hey, I did say four. Well, three years since we've seen her, plus she was like one, maybe. Oh, you're doing the math. <laughs> doing the math. Okay, Sorry. I get yeah. It. Ooh, says the guy who did math for 15 I was, minutes. I was, <laughs> <laughs> My, how quickly you've changed. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Um, so, uh, so we find out that uh, I guess she has been taken back by her true uh, biological mother, Christine, from mm-hmm. season one, um, who uh, I guess had the baby with Wayne, and you know he since uh, sent her on the run with uh, with Tommy. Or maybe he's mm-hmm. just Tom now. I don't know. Is he too old for Tommy? I'm a little. I think it's yeah. I'm a little. Uh, I I still call him Tommy because I just remember Tommy from the uh, from the cell phone thing. But uh, but yeah, maybe he's beyond that. I don't know. Like I never really notice his name. I just know that's his name, so I don't really say anyway. <laughs> we all know no, this I'm is about. this is riveting. Continue. <laughs> Any synonyms for Tommy you enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> I just I it feels weird to say Tom. I just it seems so formal or something. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, basically we find out that uh well, I guess that's in the next scene where we find out some of the details about what happens cuz like she comes over and she's like, "Nora, what are you doing here?" and then Nora kind of just leaves. Um So uh <laughs> I love that she throws the toy at the door. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought it was like, oh, now it's going to be awkward. You got to walk back over there and give it back to them. Yeah. Nope. She just throws it. Out. You know what that and reminded you, me of? And you oh, know sorry. they're and you know they're looking at her, right? I mean, yeah. you, you know they saw her walk away weirdly and get oh, in yeah. her car and slam the door, and then they're going to see her open the door and throw her toy out. Yeah. Oh, uh, that reminded me of this thing from season one uh, with the the baby Jesus. Do you mm-hmm. remember the whole thing about the baby Jesus was stolen? Yes. And who stole the baby Jesus? Uh-huh. And like, spoiler alert, Jill stole the baby Jesus. Yeah. But then, uh, you know, eventually, like, he figures this out. This is like a happened. Bible study song. <laughs> is that a Bible study song? Yes. About about stealing baby Jesus? It should be. Am I making that up? I feel like, who stole baby Jesus from the maid? Sounds <laughs> <laughs> <was> like a. <laughs> Oh man, it's just a good song. Who did? Jill did. Who did? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. So like Kevin figures out that Jill did it and so then he threatens the the twins. If you remember the twins from season I 1. I remember that. Um uh he threatens them that they they should get uh get the thing back and so they they drop it off on his porch. And then, like, he takes it to this, uh, he takes it to this town hall meeting, and he's like, and by the way, <laughs> I recovered the baby Jesus. And they Nobody all look cares. at him like, Who crickets. Cares? Well, it's even better because the mayor put him up to it. The mayor's like, oh, come on, yeah. Kevin. I'll come up here, Kevin. I'll show everybody what you got, Kevin. Yep, and here's your, yep. here's your big win, Kevin. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I just rewatched that episode recently, so that's it's fresh great. in my mind. It's and, great. And, and people are like, 
the baby Jesus was missing? <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. Okay. Wait, from, from from which church of the probably many we have here? That's a good and point. And the many manger seat, you know what I mean? It just seems yeah. like <laughs> it's not even that uncommon. Yeah. So then, like, as he's driving home, you see him throw the Jesus, the baby Jesus, out the window. Yeah. <laughs> After all that, After it's all like that. an episode that starts with the baby Jesus and it ends almost with the recovery of the baby Jesus and victory. It's going to be a triumphant moment and then he just mm-hmm. throws it out the window. Yeah, because Matt's like, oh, I had a baby lying around. Yep. Yep. And it, and it wasn't even the same. It didn't matter nah, that it was the same. It didn't matter. Like it did. It wasn't like. It, and he wasn't like. Oh, I went to the store and bought one. No. It was just like, nope, just got one. I thought that was actually an interesting. Some interesting ideas floating around with that whole baby Jesus thing because you know they spent that whole intro with the production of it, and I thought you know reading too much into it as I'm prone to do. Uh, I thought it was an interesting idea thinking about like this this whole factory making this identical product, but then one one version of effectively infinite um, gets all this meaning placed on it, right? You know, and I, I thought that connected to some other kind of themes in the episode, um, right. but uh, but yeah. So anyway, the baby thing, right? Um... Yeah, so, I mean, basically, uh, it, it's really in the next scene where we find out some of the vague details about what happened. I, I guess she kind of sued for custody or something. If you've seen Lost, there's a very similar plot in Lost. Mm-hmm. Um, extremely similar. And that's how that's it's how I same, guess that it would be this. It's the same don't ask me about them, yep. you know, yep. like it's a source subject, yep. so don't talk about it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it's it's and and the one the, the one who has the baby is the family. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. The, the the biological well, related. because the because the audience and the character can rest easy. The baby's in exactly. the most perfect place. And, and but it's still traumatic for the character we care about, right? You know, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that made it and like kind and of... the best bit. Sorry, and the best benefit is the baby's off the show. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like they didn't they didn't want to be lugging a baby around, you mm-hmm. know, this whole time, or like having to say like, oh, you take care of the baby, you know, while I while while we go do, you know, they got to go to Australia. It's just, yeah, I feel like it was, it was, in a way it's frustrating because uh, season one ended with the baby and it made it seem like, you know, maybe the baby would have some larger significance. On the other hand, what significance can a baby really have? I mean, what am I expecting <laughs> to happen? You For, know? I, I, I just think that's the best sentence I've heard in a long time. <laughs> what significance can a baby really have? <laughs> Oh man, you know, I mean, if you look at if you look at any show, which really is a lot of them, with a prophecy baby storyline, uh, <laughs> I think they're you, all in the prophecy baby storyline network. You are... <laughs> the the PBSN. <laughs> they should do that. Actually, it would be a lot of good shows. I'm, I'm just gonna say it. You know, PBSN is highly rated. Yeah, I mean, I would watch that, but but not for the Prophecy Babies, because, like, every Prophecy Baby plot ends with disappointment for, like, for various, like, practical reasons, I think. You know, uh, uh, I mean, if you have something like The Omen or whatever, you know, if you have, if you have, um, 
if you have a story that can really like cut forward in time, yeah, you know, then you can kind of fulfill the destiny of a baby. But mm-hmm. on a normal TV show, like you got actors, you got main characters, you got people that you know the audience wants to see. You're not going to be able to show. <laughs> Don't be putting that baby all up in it. <laughs> Get that baby off the screen. <laughs> There's people the audience want to see over here. <laughs> That's not exactly what I meant. But Is yes. it not what you meant? Did I misinterpret? Okay, not exactly. Sorry. I really just meant like... <laughs> I really just meant like, uh, you know, uh, for the baby to get old enough to be interesting, the characters <laughs> we know would have to... <laughs> This podcast is going to get an anti-baby rating, you know, and I, it's going to be justified, unfortunately. We're not anti-baby, but Justin just has these statements. So, I don't know. A little biased, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, what's there to be a fan of? No offense. I mean, you know. Babies. What's there to be a fan of? Please, someone put that on a t-shirt. I swear to God. I swear to God, I'm putting that on the TV. I mean, they're dead weight on screen. You know, <laughs> they're worse actors than dogs. And <laughs> T-shirt number two. <laughs> Babies. Worse <laughs> Seriously, the dog gave a way better performance. By the way, do you remember where the dog is? I actually forgot what happened to the dog. I don't remember what happened to the dog. I th- I think something happens at the end of the scene. Didn't too. they move? Dog, dog's they... not around. No, the dog came with them because the dog was in quarantine in Jordan. Oh, that's right. But I don't remember what happened at the end with the dog. I, I forgot. So, uh, like, but it's not there anymore. So I'm just, I'm like wondering it, what the thing, but I guess, yeah. Maybe whatever. it got released during the, uh, during the destruction the of the town. Yeah, that yeah. would be Because, because didn't he get shot? Yeah, he got. He yeah. was there with the dog. That's he right. Was there with the he dog, was. Yeah. He was there with the dog, and then he got of shot. Of course, just like lost. <laughs> but did he come home with the dog? Uh, I feel like he didn't come home with the dog. You're I, right. Maybe just, the dog just ran like off. lost. Jesus, yeah. Just like lost. Yeah, the dog's there when he's dying. Quote so unquote. should we assume the end of leftovers? Uh, we'll see a shot of Kevin's eye, maybe. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, although, you know, maybe they would just do it not to do the same thing. But, you know, it's a compelling shot. What are you going to do? Yeah. Um, uh, so, yeah. I mean, basically, like, I, I feel like, you know, babies, at Dexter, it was a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, Battlestar Galactica, um, <laughs> Lost. I mean... I mean, name a show that doesn't have a baby. I mean, it's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's not that many shows that don't have babies. And, you know, on a family drama or whatever, Six Feet Under, it's fine. You know, it provides a catalyst for a lot of conflict and drama. And that's, yeah. that works. <clears throat> um, and, you know, it does that on mystery shows, too. But, like, as a character, and whenever they want to put weight, like, plot-based, like, stuff on a baby, it's it's just, it just always falls flat. Alias had it, too. I mean, it's, it's you know, <laughs> I just, I just, it's one of those irresistible ideas for some reason that, that never works. Yeah. You know, and I just, I think people should just give up trying to sell that plot. Because it's, it's always a letdown. <laughs> 
Oh, privacy, baby. X-Files. I mean, I, there's no show. There's no show, I swear. The, 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 you know, if it's, if it's a mystery, like sci-fi-ish or whatever uh, type show, like, they, they usually put a prophecy baby in there somewhere. Yeah, there's usually a prophecy baby. That's, that's, a, that's a big thing, which is, just, it's amazing to me how big of a thing it is when it's always a disappointment. I mean, mm-hmm. always a disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, What? Anyway, so yeah, uh, we, I would say at this point we are, we are done with the baby. We're not going to hear any more about that baby, except, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, Nora might reference her or something, but it's not going to be, now that we know what happened, we yeah. can all just kind of move on. We don't have to, you know, episode two, they got to that. I guess that shows yeah. how important the baby was. No offense. Uh, and I think that was the thing you called in the last podcast. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, and it, it, and you know, it was just, it was just going by Lost rules, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. If if they follow the pattern from Lost, it'll be this, and like, yeah, it worked, cause, cause, you know, <laughs> you know, if we watch, if Damon makes enough shows, and we watch enough of his shows, we'll be yeah. able to watch his shows and decode everything on a level that we will enjoy none of it. It'll be exactly. great. It's going to be so good. I know, I know. We, we won't be baffled by anything. No. <laughs> we'll know exactly it'll what be every the, scene's doing and why. It'll be the best and the worst. <laughs> We've definitely gotten closer to that um, mm-hmm. over, over the course of doing The Last Slowdown and then, uh, and then watching The Leftovers. Like... You you see a lot of the same devices, but you know, I mean, that's that's you know, that's kind of an an author's voice, and it's it's really those yeah. things that it's really those things that make me sure that it's Damon Lindelof because you know they're things that uh, you mm-hmm. know are, are so clear in things that he works on. It's in Prometheus too, yep. you know, yep. like I mean, it, it, he he can't get away from that stuff. And so it's like it. It's um, I, I'm sure that other people contribute things to the show, but like certain aspects are just so strongly his mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, you know um, that they can't be anything else. Anyway, um, so you okay? To- so we got the baby. I think there was something else I was going to say about the oh, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Uh, Christine. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Okay. So, uh, so in the next scene, we go to, uh, we go to visit Erica. Erica Um, in the house. So, yeah, that's the first time we've seen her this season, which I guess isn't that crazy. It's episode two. But, um, uh, you know, she kind of hangs out with Nora. They have a little heart to heart. They talk about, uh, they talk about the, the custody thing with the baby. They talk about, um... Uh, the broken arm and the tattoo and all that stuff, um, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and basically like the 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 key thing for me from this scene uh, about Erica is you know she's like uh, Evie died and I got to bury her, you know mm-hmm. so that gave me this closure yeah. that that you don't have and that's why like I'm okay. More or less. Yes, yeah. I just had a, a child die. That's yeah. People have been having children die since the beginning of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what it's, happened to you is a different ball of wax. It's bad, but yeah, like I'm gonna, I'm gonna survive. You're a mess. <laughs> there, yeah. There's books written about how to deal with what I'm doing, going through. Um, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. So it's just, and, and it also seems like that's why she's not on the show anymore. You mm-hmm. know, like she's, it, it, it's almost like that, that thing from Lost. I mean, she didn't die, but it's like once you yeah. deal with your problems, yeah, you're off the she, show. She, she got to move on. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So like, so I guess I kind of get that, which makes me think that, which makes me think that it's possible John uh, still has problems. Um, I think it's clear John still has if problems. He's still on the show. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess maybe it's clear. But yeah, that's that's sort of a uh, a consequence of that. Um, yeah. So then um, they uh, to, to I guess as a catharsis or a bit of fun or whatever they um, uh, they go jump on the trampoline. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then we get a trampoline montage, which, um, uh, how do you say that in French? <laughs> montage. <laughs> how do you say trampoline montage? A uh, beau montage. Trampoline. <laughs> wow. I don't think I, uh, I don't think I ever learned the word for trampoline. That's interesting. Um, let me find it out. I'd like to know. It, it'd be, it'd be, I almost expect it to just be like the literal thing, but yeah, like trampoline. But because uh, it looks like oh, it comes from Spanish, that makes it seem more likely. Let's see, let's see. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> trampoline. <laughs> wow. Nice. So wait, what was I supposed to say? Uh, a montage. That really trampoline. Montage. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Something like that. <laughs> I don't know why I wanted that in French, but they put, no, I they got put it. it afterwards. You know, you wouldn't put the you wouldn't put the adjective first. Mm-hmm, that'd be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh... it's a that thing this, not a this thing that. Exactly. So this trampoline montage <clears throat> was one of those moments in the episode where I was like, "Really? I mean, it's fine, but you're spending time on this." Mm-hmm. Like how? Like it wasn't like it went on forever, but <clears throat> but I but I was thinking like, I couldn't this couldn't this minute have been used for something else? Like it just it was so, um, uh, I don't know, like uh, frivolous. Like it, it, it there was there was no content. Like the point of their scene was when they were talking, mm-hmm. you know, and 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 that's like, huh. I mean, and it doesn't even really help. It's clear when she gets back that, like, it's, it's not like she's all better now because she jumped on the trampoline, <clears throat> mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, I don't know. I, that, that's a weird moment for me. Well, but it could it, but it could have contributed to decisions she makes later. You know, it's, it's, it's these kind of things, hard to tell. Uh, but I, I hear what you're saying. Um, it could be a send off for Erica. Maybe she really won't be back, or it won't be right. a while. Right. I Apparently thought it was. She's on some other show. I, I saw that in the review. Yeah, um, she's on American Crime. I think she's still on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, I liked the trampoline scene. Only just in, not in the terms of like what it added to the show, but I just thought it was shot very cool. Oh uh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> the lighting sure. itself was cool. Uh, sure. you, you know, I've seen my fair share of trampoline montages, as yeah. anyone has watching movies and TV. Yeah, they come up a lot. Um, yeah, that was, that was a good one. It's um, definitely. Yeah. Um, uh, anything else on this? I'm trying to think. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. The, like what you're saying about Erica, she's free from all that crap now. I couldn't tell though. So is she still in Jarden? Is she close by, or was she? Uh, or was she where Nora was when Nora was out of town? So, like, I did see a review say she was in Jarden, but I'm pretty sure she wasn't in Jarden just because after she leaves, we see Nora drive across the bridge. Um, and that's, you know, that's where she runs into Tom. Um, okay. And so, like, if she wasn't across the bridge already, she couldn't have been in Jarden. Um... Well, it depends on which way she's crossing the bridge. Well, she's clearly going in because she goes to her house. (laughs) Oh, kidding. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Well, maybe she reverses in a scene we didn't see. I mean, (laughs) come on. Don't be ridiculous. Okay. You're right. I can't prove it. No, so I I saw some reviews say she was in Austin, though I I don't know why they thought that. Yeah, Um, I I had a feeling she was in Austin, too, and and then I couldn't remember why I thought that. Yeah. So, but I, I think she's not. In oh, maybe, maybe because maybe the airport is the Austin airport. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. and then she stopped there and then she has to drive to from there. Yeah. Maybe something like that. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure. I don't know exactly where, but I'm pretty sure she's living not in Jordan, but I guess somewhere in Texas. Yeah. Um, and it would be logical if it's by the airport where she landed. Um, yeah if we saw what that was then yeah that's a good clue that's probably i mean presumably that came from somewhere yeah um uh okay so uh so then uh you're ready for the next thing right Mm -hmm. yeah so she uh she goes back to um she goes back to jarden she's going across the bridge and uh tom the the elder um (laughs) I mean, he's the younger one, but he's elder now. Elder than he used to be. (laughs) (laughs) More elder, please. (laughs) Can you not just say elder? Isn't that what that means? Anyway, uh, elderer? I don't know. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Okay. English is ridiculous sometimes. Um, Why is it it an E? Uh, So... Why is what an E? An elder. You know, why isn't it just older? She's the older. He's <laughs> <laughs> an older. Um, because because probably Middle English shit with like eldest, you yeah, know? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. uh el- they're, they're clearly related, right? Well, it's, yeah, yeah. Elder yeah, elder an elder is someone who's older. Come on, Justin. Yeah, well there you go. Yeah. Right? Why can't it just be one thing? You know what I mean? Like why is there two because words that mean because the same thing and come from the same place? There's two things. <laughs> this should just be one word. Clean it up. Clean it up. Because you can be older without being an elder. That's why. <laughs> but, but <laughs> okay. It sounds like a. It sounds like a riddle. <laughs> it does. It when does. is one older but not an elder? <laughs> when he's a tomato. There you go. <laughs> of course. All right. Oh, um. Uh, that reminds me, the Dark Tower movie's coming out this summer. Uh, is it a movie? That'll be interesting. Yeah, it's a movie. What do you mean, is it okay. a movie? Yeah. I keep thinking it's a TV show. Oh, yeah, right. At some stage, it was going to be a TV show, but okay. that's like, that That era is over. It's yeah. going to be a movie. I guess it's going to be a movie series now. 
I think that's the plan. Ah, okay. Okay. Um, uh, there, yeah, like depending on how successful the first movie is, like they'll mm-hmm. they'll make more or they won't. Um, but so yeah. it'll be the the dark tower, the darker tower, the darkest tower. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. There's your trilogy. Except you know, another word that means dark and has a different letter at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> And what word would that be? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, it's like Fadark or something. Fadark? Yeah. That's uh, ridiculous, so don't be that. Oh, um, right. Don't be ridiculous. Thank you. Speaking of ridiculous and speaking of dark, you know that movie Fifty Shades of Grey, since we're on a tangent oh, here? Oh, yeah. Who doesn't? The Hashtag sequel was... not my Christian. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Um, <laughs> this the, the the sequel was um, titled uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Really? Yeah. Really? I think so. Now you're. <laughs> I thought it was called me? something else. Fifty Shades Darker. Yeah, I think it's called Fifty Shades. Oh Darker. yeah, it seems like you're right. Yeah, so, it is 50 I, so I'm like, I saw that on a billboard. I'm like, okay, first of all, this sounds like false advertisement. Because first you told me there were 50 shades of gray. Okay? Now, if there's 50 <laughs> shades that are darker, we're dealing with a total of 100 shades of gray here. So, so you're telling me uh-huh. that this crazy movie where this lady was put through all this crazy bonded stuff, she was only getting 50% of the gray. You know? <laughs> she wasn't that crazy. She could have been getting 100 shades of gray the first time. And she wasn't. So I think they um, copped out and they didn't give us what we just wow. got. You've, you've really, you've really <laughs> broken this story wide open here. This I is... know. I needed some place to share it far and wide with the world. So I decided this podcast was where to do it. I, I think do it. this might be the biggest story of, I don't yeah. know, yeah. April 2017. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just saying, like it, it. No one, no one Tuesday. was talking about it. I know, I know. I'm like what a year late from complaining about this. Oh, but, did, did uh, it come out a year ago? I think it came out a long time ago. Oh, okay. No, maybe it came out this year. It says 2017. It seemed yeah. like it came out recently when I looked it up. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just saying, if the next movie is titled like 50 even more darker shades or something weird, like it's right. just gonna be, you know, they're just <laughs> even a, more darker shades. <laughs> Fifty even more darker shades. <laughs> oh, man. And then the fourth one's like fifty extra more shades darker than that. <laughs> and then the last one's just like, here's some shades. They may or may not be dark. Give us a fucking break. Who thought they'd be four of these movies? We yeah, didn't I know count this, them. I know this is a long title, but who cares? <laughs> you shouldn't have put me in charge of titles. <laughs> Oh uh, man! So back to the leftovers. Right, right. So Tom pulls over Nora and uh, I guess confronts her about the uh, the Christine like intrusion, um, and they have a little uh, they have a little uh, conversation. I guess um, a tet a tet. I was gonna say that, but then I was like, <laughs> no, not a tet a tet. I thought you were gonna say that. Yeah, there's no tet a tet. Because <laughs> if I say that, yeah, then I'm going to say tat tat and it's, you know. 
then we will be where we are right now. It's gonna go downhill from there, <laughs> which it did. See, I wanted yeah. to avoid all this because of what I did. Yeah, it's because of what you did. Yeah. Um. True. So uh, anyway, they have a uh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do they have? Or trap myself again. They have a tat 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 <laughs> where they uh. Uh, where they 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 discuss uh, the baby and you know I guess uh, I guess we find out that that um, uh, 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 right so right so, uh, it doesn't even matter we find out that so Nora says I wish you never left the baby for me and he's like I, <laughs> I didn't leave it for you I the, didn't even the know blow, you existed the blow of the century boom Mike drops door slam that was so great it totally and it totally just like rearranged my whole that whole perspective i have of nora I was like yeah nora why did you take up the mantle of raising the baby why did you think that that was the thing you were supposed to do yeah this whole time it's been like oh my sacrifice of raising this baby and being taken yeah. away from me and he's like that wasn't even my plan girl i didn't even know you were a person right like that right. was such a he, it wasn't just like <laughs> Oh, it wasn't meant for you. It was like I didn't even know you existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. And it's it's I mean, that's totally true. Mm -hmm. I mean, in a way it's even worse than that. Like she was going to leave. Yeah. If 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 he hadn't if if by coincidence he hadn't left the baby at that moment, she would have just left. Mhm. Mm you know, so it's like it's like she wasn't even hanging around to see the baby. That would have shown up, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, with 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 Kevin under uh, normal circumstances, so it's just yeah, no, it was. It's a great thing to. It's a great thing to point out, and pretty harsh, but but you know, true. Mm hmm. Um. And so yeah, that's um. She gets a little little dose of uh, a little dose of reality, I guess. Um. Uh. But I guess she didn't like it none too much. Um, why do you say that <laughs> did something happen in the next scene uh, oh sorry one thing I have to bring up before we move on to the next scene uh, I'm still want, I'm still wanting uh, it's you know it's that thing we talked about on Lost like the characters get together and have have a beer or something and talk about their adventures you mm -hmm. know because like the connection's a little deeper than that um, because you know I don't know if she knows that it's Wayne's baby you know, yeah, the, the guy yeah. she went to see in New York, you know, she and the guy that Kevin saw dying in the bathroom, you know, mm -hmm. who said his wish would be granted, you know, the guy who Tom himself was following. And that's why he had the baby in the first place. Like, yeah, I mean, do they do they realize that connection? Like, it's it's not clear that they do, you know, but it's a crazy one. Mm hmm. I mean, it's like uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon, but it's Wayne. And and same thing about the Lord. Uh, the <laughs> it is uh, same thing about the Lori and and Tom story from last from season two. You know, he basically tries to become. It's a very short lived plot, but he tries. Yeah. To, he tries to become a Wayne type figure. Yeah. You know, and and Lori even sees him watching a Wayne video from the early days, like on mm -hmm. YouTube. But it's not clear if she ever questions him about that. Did you know this guy? Why were you watching the video? Does that have anything to do with the baby you dropped off? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They did a whole Wade routine, and I don't even know if they talked about 
Wayne really. Well, you know, you know? A, a, a more minor thing related to that is the idea that, um, you know, they're doing this con, good hearted con uh, with the handprints. Uh, but, oh, you yeah. know, it, you know, uh, Tom could have easily said, hey, you know, this guy Wayne was doing a thing that helped people by hugging them. Right. You know, <clears throat> so, so that seems to maybe go with that idea that he didn't say they don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just it's just strange. I mean, I guess I, I just would kind of like them to know they have this connection. Mm-hmm. It's just a little weird. Like they, they because they're all I mean, they're all together at this point in the same place. They've been together for three years. Right. Because they 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 all sort of reunited at the end of season two. Yeah. And it's been three years and they've been together for three years and they never they they never came up. <laughs> no. I'm just I'm just surprised. That's that's all I this just crazy to me. Maybe they'll address that. Um maybe they'll address that before the season's up. I think it's uh, very possible that Wayne comes up again in some form. Maybe not in a major way, but I feel like they m- maybe could try to give some Wayne final in Australia statement about Wayne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they go back to Wayne in the hotel because he was in the hotel before. Something. Didn't he get shot in the hotel? He did get shot in the hotel. But, you know, Patty got shot in the hotel and she came back. He had she to push her girl. down the well. Well, yeah. And she was the nemesis. But your the point, nemesis. Your point stands. <laughs> it's, it's a crazy place. That's all I'm saying. I, You know... I'm just trying to think of ways he might come back. <laughs> you saying the hotel's a crazy place? Hotel's a crazy place. All right. I'm I'm standing you're, by it. You're very into uh, copyrighted Hotel California territory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that similar. I mean, different. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the opposite of what I said. Yeah, that's, that's better. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. So... This, I guess you're about to, uh, you're going to um, depict it here, but uh, you're going to read about it. You're going <laughs> to describe it is the word I meant to say. The final scene. Uh, yeah, this this next little part. But I want to talk about um, oh. Nora's motivation to ruin this lady's life. Oh, um, not that part. Right, the next uh, thing. The next thing yeah, where yeah, she yeah. goes to Kinko's and she, uh, she blows up a picture of the dead pillar man and then she puts it over this portrait of him where he's supposedly like ascending or something. Just to, like, say fuck you to all the people who, you mm-hmm. know, I guess want to believe that he departed or something in this peaceful way. And so she, she puts that up and um, <laughs> storms off in triumph, I guess. So, yeah, yep. that, that was her that was her next move. Before she went home, she had to... Uh, <laughs> ruin some people's nights. Ruin some people's <laughs> nights, exactly. Yeah, it's amazing that I don't hate Nora, you know, because she uh-huh. really can be so horrible. Yeah. I mean... Well, but you understand... You, I guess you understand it, yeah. Yeah, and, and what's interesting is understanding from the context of that's her, you know, uh, coping mechanism, you know, that's how she's coping in unhealthy ways, and she lashes out. Um, because, and this this goes back to the, 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 the details I was butchering about... Um, what Damon was saying on the podcast about Evie's disappearance and, uh, and, um, and Nora throwing the rock and all that stuff. But this seems to go with that where, when she is made to believe that, um, you know, this, cause like this scene where she's basically told, 
the baby and it goes to what you're saying about she was ready to leave right so this so it was kind of a sign to her i think to stay um you know and and she had another chance at a child so like when she's disabused of these things that she thought were important she looks for other people who has have those kinds of things and like yeah. she destroys it right um yeah. you know and so she looked around and she was like you know who's happy that lady <laughs> <laughs> lady who's hus- who who thinks her husband departed. Right. I'm gonna go and make sure she knows that there is no happiness in this life because that's my experience. Right. Um. Yeah. It's very. Luckily, she does it rarely enough to where you don't hate her. But yeah, I agree. Like, uh, she does really rev it up. Uh, in these situations. Yeah, she could just she could be really harsh, like. In a way that, like, you know, main characters that are supposed to be likable usually don't go that far, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but, yeah, I, th- I think you're right. You, you you follow her journey. You basically sympathize with her, even if, you know, you think maybe she goes too far sometimes. Yeah. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's like, it's like, ah, maybe she earned it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ruining a few people's. Hey, days. she couldn't. She couldn't press the buttons on the computer. Give her a break. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. This is how hard her life is. No, just kidding. <laughs> um. Okay. Yeah. So that's. So finally, uh, she's she's had quite an adventure. She goes home, and uh, <laughs> it's a great. It's a great thing to come home to. She comes mm-hmm. home, and uh, Kevin's doing his. <laughs> Plastic bag over the head routine that we saw yep. in the last episode. So that's uh, <laughs> definitely what she wanted to see. <laughs> yep. She was like, now I can come home and relax. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be nice. Oh. <laughs> By the way, can I just say um, that Justin Thoreau with this beard makes him look like Mel Gibson? Have you noticed that? Uh, no. I hadn't thought that, but I think I can see it. No, it's not in it. every it's not in every shot, every angle, but uh, particularly that when he's on the bed, uh, like has has turned talking to Nora with the, when he takes the bag off. I'm oh like, my god! You look like Mel Gibson. He looks so ridiculous with that bag mm-hmm. around his neck, like. Uh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I it was it's. It just seemed kind of laughable, even though, like, the situation is, like, kind of disturbing. So, mm-hmm. anyway, like, he, he says, he doesn't really explain it. So, I guess, you know, the explanation is something we'll have to wait for. Um, he just says, I tear it off every time and I don't want to die. Um, well, I, and the little extra thing he says, I believe he says, like, he wants to feel dot, dot, dot. Right? Doesn't he, doesn't he oh, say something yeah, about, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's yeah. it's about some he wants to feel a some certain feeling. way. So I thought that was important to notice that it's he's not trying to go to the hotel as we thought necessarily. Right. 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 Um uh yeah, so sorry. You, you were talking you're describing. Right. So but yeah, but we don't get like a complete uh answer about yeah. why he's doing it. But anyway, she's like Nora's like, "Whoa, man, she's like totally cool." Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, man, that's no problem. You know what?" Yeah. We'll be fine, you mm-hmm. know. Well, as long um, as you tear it off every time, we'll, we're no problem. Yeah, we're 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 good here. Um, uh, so then, <laughs> so then Kevin 
suggests that they should have a baby. Great. And she, she does a she does a a, a giant wall. Uh huh. <laughs> in his face. Yeah. Which which I have to say, uh, in terms of like going back and forth here, prophecy baby. Every show does a prophecy baby or a baby at least. Uh huh. Here's something no show ever does. Let's have a baby. <laughs> Laugh, yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen that. Maybe not in dramas. Yeah, maybe not in dramas. I'm not sure. It's pretty rare. Yeah, let's have a baby and it's just like a completely ridiculous idea. <laughs> yeah. Where the person is like super serious. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, yeah. It, it, it was laughable in the context. I mean, that's it the was. whole thing. Like, like he's he has this huge problem and he barely is able to even explain it. And he's like, now that I'm thinking clearly, let's have a baby. Yeah, like, yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, like that really seems like a horrible idea. And, and, and it's like, the, did you miss her scenes where she just gave up a baby? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was like the worst thing he could have said. Like at that point, it was totally ridiculous. And and I was thinking like, oh god, are they gonna go down that road? When he first said it, like, mm-hmm. are they gonna go down the road of, you know, she's gonna have a baby to to replace, you know, yeah. the baby she lost, and 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 then it's gonna be like kind of another prophecy baby because it's Kevin's baby, and I was. My, the wheels are turning, and then she starts cackling. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. I guess we're not going to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, we only have eight episodes. No prophecy, baby. <laughs> I mean, we even saw old her, you know, and I guess it doesn't rule out the possibility that, like, off screen she has a baby or something. Yeah. But it seems clear that, like, a baby plot is not going to be a major thing um yeah. this season because like yeah it's just it's a bad idea for a number of reasons so uh so then she gets um uh so then she gets a call um from the you know the the crazy scientists who, from the uh, tap from the tap program from the tap program who, who who say um she can come to uh to australia to melbourne and uh with twenty thousand dollars and uh you know i guess you know, get in on things. She has to say yes or no. So she, uh, she says, yeah, I'll do it. Of course, Kevin, uh, cause you know, Hey, it's like, listen, here is a like, mess. it's crazy. It was like all the craziness that happened to her the whole day. She walks in on this craziness with Kevin. Then he says, I want to have a baby. Yeah. And then she gets this phone call. Yeah. And that's the thing with Nora. Like she makes these gut decisions, uh, the same way she, she'll be like, Oh, that miraculous thing. Nope. That didn't happen. And you're wrong. Mm-hmm. If you think it did. And then she'll later think about it and maybe change her mind. Yeah. But like, but she, but yeah, when she's like in these like stressed out states, she just goes with the flow. And yeah. she's like, oh, this crazy thing, sure. And she's sure. like, yeah. Let's do and it. She's exactly. like, she's like, uh, I gotta go to Australia like right now. And he's yeah. like, okay, can I come too? Aren't you police chief? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't you have a job to do, Kevin? Jeez. Yeah. 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 Oh, whatever. I'll. 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 I'll like. Tom will cover. I'll promote, yeah, yeah, I'll promote Sheriff Tom. Why not? Mm -hmm. Somebody can do something. You know, so yeah, I guess uh, uh, she agrees uh, to let Kevin come, which is a bit weird. It makes me think, like, you know, something's going to happen with the, I mean, if she went by herself, it would, it would, it would mean something different, I think, for the, for the, the, um, 
what was it called again? The dap, the tap, the, the tap. Yeah, for the tap plot. Like I think um, if she went by herself, I would expect something different. But it, since Kevin's going with her, um, you know that makes me think that the story's going to take a turn. Like they're they're not going to completely pursue that direction, and it, it'll it'll somehow lead towards this this crazy stuff we're seeing in these in these flash forwards. Mm-hmm. that's what I'm expecting because if they're going to be in Australia I mean there's just no way they go to Australia and then they leave Australia and then they go back to Australia I just can't see that happening not two Australia trips no yeah so so just it's, they it's don't like, have to frequent flyer miles for that this is like the beginning of the the, the final thing I mean that's what it yeah. looks like to me um, so yeah I thought it was interesting she she asked him to come because I thought she would want it to be a secret why she's going yeah, because it's cr- she's basically saying I, I'm potentially going to go die at this place. Yeah, uh, I wasn't going to tell you, but since you're coming, I'll tell you. But like, he's not going to let her do it, right? And maybe he does right. it himself. Maybe but he's she, like, she I'll didn't go. Tell him, though, right? I mean, she didn't. Well, but she's going to. So you think she's going to go to Australia and then say, "Hey, I need a, I, I need to go run an errand." It's going to be hard <laughs> and to like off. leave him somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I, I just thought I, I don't know. Maybe you think she will tell him at some point? That's what you're saying. Yeah, I I'm think just, sure she didn't actually tell him in that. She scene. didn't tell him in the scene. No, no, no. But yeah, I, yeah, but yeah. the fact that he's going to me says yeah, he's gonna right. find out. I he's agree. gonna find out. I agree. That's that's logical. Well, then yeah, stop arguing with me. Other- <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> otherwise, it's gonna be ridiculous. Otherwise, yeah, she's gonna have to sneak off, and then it's like, why did you even have Kevin come if you're just gonna sneak off and get zapped, mm-hmm. like? Like, yeah. I, it almost seems like she's bringing him along to tell him and then have him talk her out of it. Yeah, or Kevin's going to go, or... Or, or Kevin will something. go, they'll both go, or, you know. Yeah. Or, it, I mean, he's obviously he's got to reconnect with his dad down there anyway. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's clearly going to happen. So, yeah, there's a whole range of... And, you know, Nora's going to be living there delivering birds in, like, 20 years, so... Yeah. You know... Uh, th- there's clearly a future for her there. Mm. It looked like like forty years, man. It forty years, real. okay. I mean, I don't, you know, <laughs> old age makeup is weird. Yeah, I, I don't know how to judge. She wanted to make her older, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, so you're thinking she's like, she's like seventy. Yeah, sixty, seventy. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, w- I guess I was thinking more like fifty or something. But it's it doesn't. I mean, you know, whatever. It's it's that kind of time frame. Well, by the decay of the clothing, I think she was about no. Uh, so yeah, since we uh, since we talked about this last thing first, uh, I guess that's the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah, we're back to where we started. Back to where we started. Uh, cool. Well, yeah, I enjoyed the episode. Um, Nora's a. You know, rewatching season one, I, I'm like, I'm surprised how important she's become, you know, because when you first meet her, uh, you don't think she's going to be that big of a deal on the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, she kind of sneaks in there. Uh-huh. Uh, I felt the same way about Matt. Like, they both have these uh, very quick yep. one-off scenes in the pilot. Mm-hmm. And based on those, I mean, I wouldn't guess that they would be more important than, like, the mayor or something. Yeah, 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 where's right. the mayor? I mean, obviously, they're not in town anymore, but... <laughs> I'm kind of expecting something with the mayor. I, I feel like they'll tie up that loose end the way they did with Dean, but I 
I don't know how. It doesn't really make any sense. Maybe the mayor the is going. with uh, with Kevin Senior and uh, actually, there is precedent for that. That that actually makes sense. If they're mm-hmm. gonna put the mayor in, that's how they'll do it. Yep. Yep. That's a good call. Shit, forgot about that connection. Don't forget about it. Damn it. That May December romance. <laughs> <laughs> And by that I mean they started dating in May and they ended it in December. Right. Um, <laughs> of course. I was just telling you the starting and end months of uh, their romance. Yeah, yeah, that's a normal thing people do. That's a normal thing people do. That's what they. That's how they. I wasn't alluding things. to any other type of connection between the two. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. What else? What else would it be? That didn't make any sense. Uh, well, cool. Yeah. Good episode. Um, super excited about the next one. I think, yeah. I mean, if they're in Australia, the next one, obviously they only have eight episodes this season, but, uh, so, you know, they're moving pretty fast. They have to move fast. Uh, yeah, they yeah. do. There's I, only, I feel like, only six left. What's, what's sort of cool is I, I feel like what they've set up so far, which isn't much, um, lends itself to being fairly different than what we've seen before. It seems yeah. like we're going to be going into some brand new territory. Yeah, uh, definitely. Which is cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you know, I mean, based on season two, like I'm not surprised they're branching off because it it was a huge um, departure, if you will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't. Uh, from and how dare one. you, sir? And you know that was something I I really liked a lot about season two like it, it you know felt like a new show in a way that still connected with the old one in in ways that you know made sense so mm-hmm. yeah i'm I'm, I, I'm definitely interested to see what sort of craziness they have in store because it definitely seems like whatever's going on in australia whether it's supernatural or not it's weird as fuck <laughs> i feel like that's their tagline for the whole show <laughs> The leftovers, whether it's supernatural <laughs> or not, it's weird as fuck. I stand by that. I mean, yeah. you know, because yeah, you don't. I mean, the the the, the drowning Kevin Posse is just not not a thing that you see. The DKP, yeah, the DKP. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um. Through the drowning Kevin Fossey. We only do one thing to one person. <laughs> it's a limited, you know. You've heard of limited liability company. Well, we're an LLP. We're a limited liability posse. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they're so comical. It's such a weird... Why are they on horse? Maybe someone from Australia can uh, write us at uh, Claude and Justin. Dot, uh, I mean at gmail.com Yeah, and tell us if if that if from an Australian point of view is <laughs> <laughs> does does it make sense that they'd be on horses? Is four I mean, middle-aged women riding on horses? Yeah, a thing that you're four used middle, to. Four middle-aged cowgirl women. <laughs> Cowgirl women, right? Because they weren't just, like, riding horses. They were cowgirls, basically. They were cow women. Yeah, there you go. Cow women. (laughs) That sounds sounds bad, but, you know, why why should it? 
Yeah, yeah. I would have respected by not calling them girls. Of course. Yeah. Of course. I mean, but hello, I guess it's not cowman. Uh, yeah, but yeah, okay, it's fair. In cowman, case, cowboys. In that case, it's a little more, you know. Yeah. Because in most cases, when you say girl, it's not something where you would say boy, for yeah. for a grown man. But yeah. um, in that case, you actually do say boy. Yeah, yeah. Which is weird now that I think about it. It is weird. It is weird. Maybe maybe when cowboys were becoming a thing, um, maybe maybe what a cowman was back then was already taken. I love this theorizing. <laughs> maybe cowman. Cowman was already a thing. It was a man who sold cows. You, you know, can't or... be a cowman. That's the cowman over there. What are the you, cowman. boy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, he's a cowboy, clearly. Uh, yeah, well, I don't know. I'm a cowboy. <laughs> but I'm over 18. <laughs> Listen, if you got a problem, take it up with the cowman over there. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's ridiculous. <laughs> keep, keep squeezing those teats, Calvin. <laughs> <laughs> That's not something you want to hear. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> For any reason. Sorry, just imagine while they were discussing the etymology of these words, um, uh, the Calvin's just in the corner <laughs> squeezing for milk. <laughs> squeezing those teats. <laughs> I mean, why not say that? That's what a cowman does. But the cowman has no shame. He doesn't mind. His, he squeezes his teeth professionally. Listen, listen it's, it's what his daddy done did. Is what his <laughs> daddy done did. It's a whole line of cowmen cow in his man. family. Why his family name is the Cowmans? <laughs> Where do you think he came from? Of course. <laughs> All right, um, um, DKP, that's where we left off. Don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Well, (laughs) luckily that's not the title of this podcast, is we would have failed. So, all right, well, I think that's it for me. Um, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, um... I would say it, it was definitely an interesting episode. It has some moments that I thought were kind of questionable, but but overall mm-hmm. it was definitely enjoyable and interesting and kind of strange and very much the leftovers. So you know, I can't complain about that. But I'm 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 definitely extremely excited to see the the next thing and where this is all going because um, mm-hmm. I definitely don't know. It's really hard to tell. Yeah, same here, man. Uh, can't wait for the next episode. <clears throat> yeah. Well, cool. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, we'll catch you later. All right. See you later. Sometimes the world looks perfect. Nothing to rearrange. Sometimes you just get a feeling like you need some kind of change no matter what are this time nothing's gonna stand in my way it's flaming my heart like a long long
gonna stop me 